Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and tonight we have comics, movie news. But first, I want to say hi to Tej in the balmy weather of South Africa. Yes, it is very balmy here. So hot. Even my dog doesn't like it. <laughs> you. Hello, Holly. Hello. I am in the no, freezing no. cold. No, lucky me. Okay, it, it, it's hot, hot. Like, people, right. I heard... I heard people on the West Coast are getting, like, heat strokes and stuff. So. Mm. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Da, da, da. Yeah. How are you, Holly, in your cold, freezing As cold. <laughs> cold. Now, Tej has Celsius, and I have Fahrenheit. Now, at Fahrenheit, 32 is freezing. Mm-hmm. Tonight, we're going down to zero, which is 32 degrees Below freezing. Ah! And right. we are, I will tell you in Fahrenheit, and this is this is like midnight, okay? It, it's supposed to be the coolest time, right? We're about 85 Fahrenheit in the night. So you can imagine yeah. how hot it is during the day. And very humid. 100. Is it very humid? It's actually... It's actually not humid, which is worse because it's dry, right? And like your nose starts to bleed and stuff, right? Um, the humid places where uh, on the coastline and stuff is much cooler weather. It's about um, sixty, seventy Fahrenheit there. So they're enjoying it. They're like, we we love summer, and I'm like sitting here, fanning myself, you know, drinking tons of water, and then like fanning myself, yeah. Screw you, Dubbin. Ah. So I have to give a... Well, Wendy Sue is experiencing the same weather as I am, so... Comrades in arms, Wendy. Hi, Wendy Sue. Hi, Wendy Sue. We love you, Wendy Sue. Yes. So I have to give Wendy a... Wendy Sue. I have to yes. give a warning that um, I still have my chemtrail cough. Um, so intermittently, I will be muting if I, need, I feel one coming on, so... Mm-hmm. I will just, you know, so you guys don't have she to hasn't coughed it. in a while, though. I did, but I've just been muting. Okay. <laughs> don't make me cough. Okay. Um, okay. So. Movie news. The world is interesting right now. Movie news, Tej. So interesting. Uh, Star Wars has come out, and it's, like, bombing at the box office. Well, it's bombing in Star Wars terms, Okay. Uh, it'll still probably make a billion dollars. Yeah, it's already made but, a billion, right? Yeah, it's getting there. It's, it's like chugga, chugga, chugga. I think I can. I think I can. Ah, you know? okay. Yeah. So, you know, and this is this is the stupidity of studio executives. I'll link this now to Justice League in a second. Disney, somebody from Disney came out and said, 
or they have no faith in the Han Solo solo movie, right? Uh, how can um, they have no faith in something that hasn't even, I mean, really? And I'm like, okay, so you know it's bad, right? Because it's gone in the sort of same vein as, as this this movie has. Like the previous one, Force Awakens, apparently there was still a lot of Lucasfilm pull, right? Where George Lucas was on set, Steven Spielberg was on set, and they were sort of guiding J.J. Abrahams into how to make this movie. And what had happened with this movie is that everybody was taken out, nobody was there, nobody was allowed in, and it's completely Disney-fied, as in all the punches were pulled. You know, they could have gone really dark. They could have gone down a really dark path, like, you know, invoking a sort of Empire Strikes Back emotion but they don't they completely nobody wins at the end of the day no the bad guy doesn't win the good guys don't win so you're just standing then you're like what's the point of this movie um so in that respect right you know studio executives if you know something is bad why do you then give it to the public it's like a cook a chef making rotten food and saying I know it's rotten. I'll give it to these people anyway and let them die from foodborne illnesses. You don't do that. Like, the entertainment business is, I think, this is the first time I've ever heard of somebody doing something in a business format where they know it's bad, but they still give it to you. Like, you'll take what we give you? Nuh-uh. Sorry. I don't want to die. Anyway, so linking this to Justice League, um, a how can I put this? Not so legal version was leaked online, and um, <laughs> many DCEU fans quoted uh, BDS and they said, "Is it stealing when you steal from a thief?" So, <laughs> so a lot of them downloaded this to analyze and go through it scene by scene and much better people than me went through it. Um, one person actually went and studied the the lip reading to, to, to go and lip read what these people were saying because they said it was so off and you don't notice it in, in when you're watching it in 3D or in the cinema. But when you have the opportunity to rewind and, and go through scene by scene, Somebody did um, analysis on on this on this theatrical cut of Justice League, and they said, taking from what we've seen in the trailers, taking from what we've seen in the art book, which was um, still it was it was still done by Zach and Clay. It, it, nothing in there you can see was touched by Whedon. And um, taking all the sources and this information and stuff they have found on Zach's social page as well, looking at all of this, they said that around about 89% of what we see is not Zack Snyder's version. 89% of this movie, Holly, that, that, that's a ridiculous number. 
Because I'll give you one example. Um, I don't know where Holly, Holly's probably coughing. I don't know. I'm just no, coughing. No, I <laughs> okay. left my wood <laughs> stove. And I have it up to almost 660, and it's only supposed to be 500 at max. Okay. So. <laughs> playing with fire. Fire. You're playing with fire. Okay. Um, I'll give you an example. The the line, you smell good. Oh God. Right when, right you smell good. Somebody went and gave it to their lip reading friend, right? Who who does this as a profession? Right, and probably deaf um, or whatever. Right, and and said, this is not what what Amy Adams says. So they went and they studied Amy Adams's uh, look movements from other movies, from interviews, all these sorts of things. And they said, conclusion-wise, she says, I missed you. Ah, what a better line. And, and, and Henry turns around and he says to her, I missed you too. That's what he tells her. And I'm and I'm standing there and I'm saying, why? Why would you cut out I miss you and insert you smell good? <laughs> you know, it's like... You smell good is not romantic. No, it isn't. Okay, you smell good is so fine, okay? But then he says, did I not before? Right. You know, like... That's what made it, for, to me, worse. Smell is okay because, you know, he did the whole thing where he, he was smelling her hair when he comes back, right? right. When he hugs her. And, and, you know, smell is associated with memories and things. But she's saying you smell good is okay. And I, and I say okay. It's like borderline creepy. Yeah, it is. When creepy. he says, yeah, when he says, did I not before? And then she doesn't reply. Just stand there like a dum dum, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was not good somebody, interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, I bless their soul, tried to give us a proposal scene, uh, but they said it's so awkward because the cut—you can see how cut and choppy it is. Right. Because they just stand there looking at each other, saying nothing. They just they're smiling, and I'm like. You must watch this, this version of the proposal. It is the creepiest thing you will ever see. <laughs> they just stand there looking at each other. It's and hard. so it, it's things like that, right? Somebody went through, uh, you know, this whole scene where um, Bruce was egging Diana on by saying, the last time you cared was when, when with your dead boyfriend, uh, Steve Trevor, Steve Trevor, and she punches him. Yep. Uh, there's there's screenshots that Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck weren't in the same room. What? They were literally yeah. It was literally Ben shot his scene, and then Gal shot her scene, and they were green screens stuck together because Gal's not even looking at Ben, and Ben's not even looking at Gal. They're looking in completely different directions. Oh my. And it, and I'm. Well, if you did a movie like this where you chop and change and cut, and of course the actors, the actors are being shortchanged because they can't give a genuine performance. And who knows what was done in this cutting room because everything is sort of 
it's it's just becoming more and more dirty if you and backhanded if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I knew they backstabbed. You know, I knew they backstabbed uh, Zack Snyder. I didn't know while he was lying on the floor bleeding out, they twisted and screwed that knife in more and more. You know, um, it's just it's it's horrible when you see all the stuff that was done to get their version of Justice League. Why? It. I know, I know. What did they have against Zack Snyder? Is it because he's Jewish? Okay, no. how can any cut that Zack sent in be unwatchable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was unwatchable. Ginger Snap. Yeah, this was unwatchable. It's just... Yeah, and... Yeah. It's horrible. It really is. Because, really, hello... The whole, okay, so the rescue scene where Lois rescues Clark, say the mm-hmm. world, from a confused Clark, that was yep. that was straight out. You knew. She said, Clark, let's go. Yes. And he, oh, he went. I mean, you know, yep. there was that whole nonverbal thing going on. Then he sticks us with, you smell good. And I'm like, Lois, it, you are a writer. And, you know, your boyfriend just came back from the dead, mm. and you've missed him, and the first thing you say to him is, you smell good. Yeah. Seriously? No, the first thing the first thing she said to him was, I miss you. Thank you, Zack Snyder, for understanding these characters and making them actual people. Yeah, but I'm talking about the Whedon yeah. version. Yeah, the Whedon version, I shall strike off from canon. It does not exist in my well, mind. Where is my new 52 pulls? I'm sitting there going, this is a Pulitzer Prize winning writer, and the first thing she says to her boyfriend who's been re- resurrected from the dead is, you smell good. Okay, mm. Mark saying, I didn't before. I was like, you know, the next line should be, well, you were dead. <laughs> bump, bump. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so bad. You know, I, what if they cut that punchline out? Because that scene made mm. no sense whatsoever. Lois, well, uh-uh. uh, but and then Lois was nothing more than a thirsty girl who wrote puff pieces while the world yeah. was turning to crap. Yep. Uh, you know, and everybody, okay, so what else was changed? Do we have any other information about that? Oh, so much, so much. Um, I just didn't write it all down. Um, <laughs> the people, people definitely can see. Um, they said Ezra Miller was not the guy who face planted, right? Onto Gal, it was definitely a body double because you can see the actual CGI. Right. They said um, Gal Gadot was definitely dolled up. Or as I like to call it, tarted up for yep. certain scenes. Um, and then they said, "Look out for the two worst wigs ever seen in history: Amy Adams' wig, uh, and uh, because she, the movie she was doing when she was shooting this, she had, she had very, or not movie rather, TV series. She's got very bleached out here, right? So it's not like that that vibrant red. It's more like a blonde." Right. And so they gave her this horrible wig, which you can see. 
uh, I think I think secretly Amy Adams was like tugging at it so you could see the blonde underneath it to say this was reshoots, this was reshoots, people. Um, and then Ben Affleck's wig apparently right. was crooked in yeah. some of the scenes. Yeah. Uh, I did. Oh, sometimes I was like, part. what with his hair? <laughs> yeah. the The worst part is is that they remade the the Superman suit. Oh, yeah. And it was such it was such a rushed and hashed job that the S isn't even in the middle of his chest. No, it's crooked. Um, yeah, they said. Yeah, that it's it like a river, out. you know. <laughs> it's a river. It winds in and out. You know what I'm like. And it's crooked as hell. Okay. It's crooked as hell, and they took out some of the Kryptonian writing, so uh. it, it doesn't. The 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 sentence that Zach and um, Michael. Uh, what's his name? Michael Williamson, the the costume designer. Yeah. That the the sentence that they came up with, you know, I have uh, basically it's along the lines of I came, I saw, and I conquered. Um, but it, it's it's much more detailed. It's like I have fallen, and from this I shall rise again, sort of thing. They said it, it's half cut out because the sentence isn't there. Somebody just thought this was just like patterns, you know. Oh, well, um, yeah, because, you know, and I said, you know, Clark probably held a tank over his head for that iconic Superman with a green vehicle over his head for action number one, you know. And they would have yeah, they cut yeah. that out, too, because they don't know. They don't know, yeah. It, you can see whoever cut this is, is Diane Nelson, uh, version two, because they don't know shit about the history of DC Comics. Like, right. I remember seeing in Batman v Superman that sketch, even, of Action Comics number one, right, where um, Wallace was, you know, he had all the Superman saves, Superman does this and all that, and he has all his sketches and stuff. Just seeing that representation of Action Comics number one Mm-hmm. And realizing that that was cut out in Justice League because we would have gotten that, right. right? It just goes to show you how little the people in charge know about this character or, or these characters because everybody's butchered. Well, I um, imagine they didn't use Zach's cutter. They didn't use his editor. No, we, no, no, no. They we, did not. Yeah, Whedon would have done it. Whedon mm. knows Marvel. Whedon doesn't know DC. Yeah. And so we got yeah, like I everybody mean, said, this is a Marvelized DC film. Yeah. And it sucks. Even and the Marvel people suck were like, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And um I mean, what I don't understand is mm-hmm. Warner Brothers had the good sense. 10 years ago, to turn down Josh Whedon's Wonder Woman. Thank God. And and all of a sudden, they now run to him and say, go and do Wonder Woman, right? right. And do you know what he, what he did? In some of the reshoots, right, he redesigned the Wonder Woman outfit. Oh, there are some shots, there are some shots. Remember how we had a problem with all the butt shots, right? Right. There are some shots that you can see there is Zack Snyder because she's got flatter hair 
no makeup, right? It, right? It's just like basic makeup. And Zack Snyder has her in the outfit that he and obviously Patty Jenkins used in the Wonder Woman movie. Right. Where she has shorts, right? Not long, short, booty shorts, right? right? But in the Whedon version where you can see clearly because she has poofier hair, redder lips, you know, more eye makeup and that sort of thing. Right. He gave her panties. So you see the butt. We're probably lucky it wasn't a, you know. Thong. A thong. Yeah. Yeah. You know that 1990s when, um, when uh, What's-His-Face was drawing Wonder Woman and you would get the thong and you were like, how does she, you know, she had like ridiculously high heels and she had a, a, a wedgie all the time and you're like, how does she fight crime without pulling her panties out? You know, that, that's yeah, really. why I didn't, that's why I didn't read Wonder Woman comics. Um, and then Artemis took over and she had like, uh, like basically a string, like a piece of floss up her butt crack. Um, yeah, it, it's horrible, people. It's horrible. She had a leather outfit. Boobs were popping out. <sighs> Bad. Joss Whedon version of Wonder Woman, I tell you. Well, I don't how, know how he ever became known as a feminist. You no, know, neither do I. And everybody says, well, he created Buffy, but Sarah Michelle Geller will never work with that man ever again. Mm. So what does that tell you? Yep. I mean, what he did to, yeah. what was her name, Charisma Carpenter? Charisma oh. Carpenter, yeah. yeah. The horror stories about that. You know, and yeah. yeah. He, oh, he's a feminist. Even though he cheated on his wife for fi- over 15 years. He, mm, he couldn't heel. help it. He couldn't help it. His women were just lying in front of him. Ginger snap, you better get your shit together. I hope somebody pushes him like into another dimension. So we never hear about him ever again. I don't need to hear about him ever again for sure. Mm. I don't want him anywhere near DC Comics. Well, you know, and if he's still doing Batgirl. I ain't going to see that movie. Nobody's going to go see that movie. No, nobody's going to see that. Especially if yeah, you're going to do the you know, killing you, joke. I said, well, okay, are you doing a Joker movie for Batgirl? Yeah. I don't know. And Especially, I mean, you might get, like, all the, the dude bros to show up, but the dude bros weren't supporting the New 52, so they're not going to support your Batgirl movie. This is what I do not understand. Okay, so was there anything else that you had? No, just basically, um, you know, somebody on Tumblr went through it and told her and did a basically full analysis right of scene by scene you can go and check it out i'm sure it's it's on somewhere on tumblr you'll find it um and i'm staying off tumblr because it's just mayhem there it's it's like it really disheartens you when you go on and you see how much was changed and I've I've seen people on Twitter say, oh, you know, we got to leave it in 2017, you know, forget about it. All what that is so, that about? What are we going to leave it in 2017? Uh, I'm, no, that's why I'm keeping quiet. It. I'm going to drag it into 2018. I'm keeping quiet. I'm going to 
all my stuff is going to go on 2018. I'm going to be like, Happy New Year. Justice League sucks. This is why. <laughs> well, okay. People want to people wanna unfollow me. They can unfollow me. I don't care. So, you know, the art book came out. Yeah. And apparently there's a photo of Bruce Wayne with a lot of cash and, well, Arthur's got him on up against the wall. Yep. Where's that? Yeah, that was that whole that was that whole he was gonna pay, you know, thirty thousand bucks and um you know, that joke was definitely a Zack Snyder joke where Arthur's talking in the foreign language and he tells him and he tells the foreigners, I think he'll pay either way and you know you can see Bruce understands the language right. and he just smirks at him. And then he pulled out that, that fish joke. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, it, there's a whole bunch of stuff that got cut out, apparently, from Arthur's origins as well that was supposed to help the Aquaman movie. Yeah. Um, like, they were going to tie him into the Aquaman movie by him wearing a amulet, the amulet of Atlantis. And apparently this is what his mother left behind for him, All right? And it was in it was in, it was discussed in um, Jeff Johns's um, Throne of Atlantis stuff, mm-hmm. but he never fully explored it. And but here, Zack Snyder was going to give us, you know, the this is when when he meets Mira, she's supposed to say, you know, that's the the amulet of Atlantis. Where did you get it from? You know, right? And then he was supposed to go and talk to William Defoe's Falco, and they were supposed to talk about the history and that sort of thing, and why there's a there's this war and that sort of thing. Um, and it was supposed to tie directly into the Aquaman movie. And when you hear all of all of the stuff that was cut out, you can see it was Zack Snyder setting up a Flash movie, Zack Snyder setting up a Cyborg movie, Zack Snyder setting up Aquaman. Right. Zack Snyder setting up Man of Steel 2. Right. Zack Snyder setting up Batman. And even Zack Snyder setting up Wonder Woman because although the next movie also takes place in the past, uh, Patty Jenkins is doing the Grant Morrison thing from the New 52. She's like, I'm going to stay in the past. Bye. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grant went, and, stay in the past. You'll be all right. Yeah. And, you know... It apparently, it was supposed to go back. And, you know, she was supposed to say, well, where did she discover this, you know... Uh, you know, they talk about the, the the Amazonian temple and that sort of thing. Right. It was supposed to tie into her sequel movie, which is in the past where she goes and discovers the, the, the links to humanity that the Amazons had. Mm-hmm. So all that, all, all that which is world building, which is what we said was so fantastic about Man of Steel, is that Zack Snyder not only built Krypton, he built Earth, and he built an Earth where you can have all these heroes coexist. Right. And all that is just taken and thrown somewhere on the editing floor. Now, apparently that was unwatchable. Yeah. Well, and that's what we said along. Okay. You, this movie is not a, a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Sutrahara, 
to me, he must have thought, well, it's got to be a standalone movie. We're, we're not even going to do part two. It, it, to me, that's like it's a B movie. It's a toss-away movie. It's a movie to sell popcorn. Yeah. Where yeah. Snyder's movies were, you can see the the lines that go out from each film to go into mm-hmm. other films. And you're sitting there going, okay, so what about Man of Steel 2? Are we going to get this yeah. you smell good shit in that too? Ugh, I hope not because Matthew Vaughn is like the one person I don't want touching this movie because he's like the anti-woman, you know. Women, women can't be strong and stuff. Women have to bend over and then take it in the ass, you know. Um, that sort of stuff is in his movies. Well, you I want to talk about damsel in distress? Yeah, Mark yeah. Millar wanted to do a Superman movie. I'm like, no. Yeah. Keep, keep Mark Millar as far away from Superman as possible, and the same thing with Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, I was so thrilled when I heard that uh, Mark Millar came out. Oh, and then I got blocked because this. Never mind. I don't care about you, Mark Millar. Um, he said, oh, this is the only Superman stuff you'll see me ever doing. And he and he posted a picture of this one shot he did, I don't know when, and Red Sun. And I said, well, thank the Lord for that. <laughs> because you suck at writing Superman. I hope you never touch him ever in your silly little existence, Right. And oh, I said stupid. I said stupid little existence. And uh, he he blocked me. I really don't care. Oh, I'm so heartbroken. No, apparently he's contracted to net Netflix for 15 years, so he cannot Good. touch or comment on Superman for the next 15 years. So I'm like, right. hopefully you like disappear by then. Um, yeah. Because I don't hold Red Sun in any high regard oh, at yeah. all. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad Henry Cavill changed his top favorite list of of Superman comics, and it doesn't have Kingdom Come. It does not have Red Sun. I'm like, thank the Lord, Henry Cavill. Because remember when he came out? Oh, I know. We're like, no, Henry, no. And he said. And he said, oh, well, my top three favorite books are Kingdom Come. And I was like, ugh. And he's like, Red Sun. I'm like, oh. And he's like, Bertrand. I'm like, okay, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> that, that's fine. He changed it officially. He now likes um, For Tomorrow. Yeah. All Star Superman. And uh, what was the last one? Oh, Rebirth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he loves. He loves Superman Reborn. I'm like, thank you. Oh, and the death of Superman. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. Last week we reported that uh, both iTunes and Amazon took their pre-orders for Justice League off. Well, Mm -hmm. this week they put it back on Amazon. Did they put it back on iTunes? It's not on iTunes. I haven't seen. Well, it's, if it's on iTunes, doesn't have a date. Okay. Um, and I don't think it has a date here either. Um, yeah. See, that's the thing. Is it, it's there, but there's no date. Yeah. So Holly went to check this week, 
available for pre-order, but it doesn't say when. Okay. Yeah. And she looked at the Blu-ray DVD. We got a cover that does not say director's cut. Okay. Mm-mm. And for some reason, they're not changing the number of customer reviews. <clears throat> I don't know why. I but, wonder why. Okay, but much to my surprise, I wrote a review for the Blu-ray uh, DVD set because the first ones that I read, okay, now it's getting 3.9 out of 5 stars. So the first ones that I read was right after the film. And they're, oh, this is a great movie. It's, you know, DC characters come to life. And I was like, yeah, but... I also gave it a really good review straight out of the cinema because it was still nostalgia. And then right. after you sleep on it and then you go and watch the trailers, you're like, hold on, just a moment here. What the F happened? <laughs> so, so since they, Warner Brothers didn't deem to give us a, a date on when they're going to release it, um, what we can do as people who like DC characters and DC films, we can go and write customer reviews on Amazon. I assume that iTunes has that same practice. Yes, they do. Okay. So I did on the 27th of December, and mine pops up as the... Okay, let me see what it says here. The top critical review. Oh. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> Dum, dum, dum. And four people have found this helpful so far. Okay. Yay. <laughs> so um, I gave it two stars. Mm. Okay. Very generous. I know. I just, well, yeah. mm. But here's the dealio. Okay, so I'm going to read my review because I'm, I, and I don't usually push my stuff, but anyway. Read it. I want to hear it. Read it. Saw the theatrical release twice in theaters. It was good, but it definitely was not great. Disappointed. Much of what we saw in the trailers was not in the film. Warner Brothers CEO Kevin Suchihara mandated it be less than two hours. An introduction of three new characters, the resurrection of Superman, and the formation of the team. Insanity. WB brought in Josh Whedon to reshoot and add Air quotes, comedy, adding $85 million to the budget, not money well spent. Flash falling into Wonder Woman's boobs was accomplished by using body doubles since the actor refused to do the stunt. All the women are demeaned or cut by Whedon. Every character had something crucial and iconic cut. Flash is basically Xander from Buffy, which my son told me because I was telling him, going on and on about brunch instead of the Avengers shawarmas. Whedon hasn't had an original idea since the 90s. Danny Elfman's score was a rework of his Marvel compositions and did not give scenes the added punctuation they needed. He replaced Wonder Woman's electric cello theme with muted horns. Idiocy. The only scenes I like were that were, were ones that Snyder shot. These had true comedic moments that were organic to the characters. Superman's resurrection, in parentheses. And we all had to endure the Russian family, whom the parademons didn't realize were scared out of their minds, apparently. Or they didn't like borscht-flavored fear. I've already paid for two movie tickets. 
and that's all Whedon and Suchihara are going to get out of me until they release the Snyder Cut. So many questions left unanswered by the theatrical popcorn schlock. I want the original version before the WB suit screwed it up for their bonuses. Justice League could have been the superhero film of the decade, but WB suits just didn't understand and killed the golden goose. Um, Well done. Let's see. I have a comment. And I have not read this previously, so... Um, you said every single thing that I felt while watching this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I also went twice. Whedon's colorful silliness did not match Snyder's epic sweeping dark vision, and anyone who's seen any movies by either director knows this. You can clearly Mm. tell which scenes were reshoots by Affleck's weight and hair, but also Whedon's comedic dialogue. More than half the movie was reshot at this point. It shouldn't have even... It shouldn't even have Snyder's name on it. Well, that's a DGA thing, so. As a supposed fanboy, I'm disappointed in his changes as a lot of them felt out of character. Batman saying, yep, something's bleeding, and whoa, he's tall. No, he's a trained badass. He's not that corny. This should have been the movie of the year, and why it wasn't is totally on the studio choosing Whedon to come in and finish the movie. Honestly, I would have preferred the movie being delayed and Snyder finishing what he, capitalized, started. Amen. Yeah. Yep. And that was done a day ago, so that would have been in the 29th, so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go right to review. Yeah. So, um, it's not a director's cut. It doesn't even have when it's supposed to come out. Some people are saying it's supposed to be March. Mm-hmm. Because that's when they usually I, come out. I heard it's been delayed till April. Well, then, because I've been watching bloggers uh, or videos, and mm-hmm. I'm watching Dave the the film junkie. If anybody wants to, he's hysterical. Um <laughs> Um, and I even went back to see his early Justice League, and he's like, he was like us. Oh, no, we were just there for a few weeks. It's going to be okay, you know. I know. And now he finds out. Then he found out. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, apparently. Now, I'm, I'm, I went back on my notes, right, for, for this year, because this is the last show we'll do for right, 2017. For, uh, yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, so confidently, on in, in like February, oh, no, not February, uh, after, right, in May, no, 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 Zack Snyder, you know, he, he wrote the stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we didn't, just in there for, for moral support, that's what I wrote, moral support. <laughs> <laughs> well, they lied to us because they said that, uh, Snyder chose Whedon. That was a lie. Warner Brothers charged him, um, chose him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, here I have. First uh, July reshoots are done. No way. This is what I wrote so confidently. No way Whedon can reshoot an entire movie in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they told us. That's, That's what Gal said. Us. 
Pascal said she only did it for three weeks. We don't know what they did. Yeah, no, Gal said she did her stuff for one week, right? One, one, one and a half weeks, basically. Right. And, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, another mystery, um, another mystery has popped up its head. Apparently, there's a movie, untitled, supposed to come out in yes, July is yeah. it? July, twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now remember, I went back and I said, um, DC was supposed to release or. Warner Brothers was supposed to release Aquaman right, in June, on. July of June, yeah. July of 2018. Yep. Right. That was the date they had originally given at CinemaCon in at the beginning of this year. Right. When mm-hmm. um, remember when Zack Snyder came with the Justice League to CinemaCon and CinemaCon. you know uh, minus yeah minus Gal Gadot. It's Where? it's um. Oh my God. Uh, I'll I'll tell you the date. Hold on, because uh, yeah, but yeah, what's the location? Oh, uh, like L.A. Yeah. Okay, like Anaheim or something. WonderCon. Yes. Okay. It's 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 before WonderCon. Okay. It is CinemaCon, and it's basically where uh, on the seventh of January, twenty seventeen. Okay. Uh. They all showed up at CinemaCon. Yes. Okay. And Zack Snyder previewed uh, the the stuff we had seen at San Diego Comic-Con mm-hmm. uh, for Justice League. And then he was just talking about it, you know. He's doing, you know, uh, the finishing up and that sort of thing. And he's going to go into editing. Right. A beautiful life. Beautiful line. Uh, that music just plays, and that that line that Batman says in BVS is like a summary of what happened in 2017. You know, we were promised something, a diamond absolute, but things fall. And I'm like, damn, man, that's like a prediction of the future. Uh, so he previewed that, and then they previewed Aquaman, the logo for the movie. Right. And they had uh, what you call those things, drawings that they do on right. the screen. Storyboards. Storyboards, right? Yeah. They had storyboards from from Aquaman, and they said it was going to come out in June, July, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Then in, I'll tell you now, end of May, right, twenty seventh of May, they changed the date of. Um, Aquaman, and they pushed it to December twenty first of twenty eighteen. Right. Because Aquaman was then going to shoot in Australia, and then I told you, well, why did they suddenly just push this movie to, you know, December? Right. When they were so confident that it was going to come out in the middle of the year, and then I said. Strangely enough, Warner Brothers has no movies coming out right. than in the summer because they have Tomb Raider coming out, uh, I think, in March, which is a big blockbuster. You know, it's based on a video game and that sort of thing. Right. And then they have nothing coming out in, in 
summer, right? Well, and you know what I said, and, June 2018, yeah. hello. Yeah, I said the same thing. I said, yeah. you know, it has, to be, it has to be Man of Steel 2. Yeah. And, you know, then it went really quiet. You know, Man of Steel 2 was trending for, for a while, and people were talking about it, like it's, it's going to get done and everything. Right. And uh, then it went really quiet, and then, you know, everybody still asks Henry, when's Man of Steel 2 coming out? Right. Uh, there was this meme I saw the other day of they had a, a kid going to watch, or like a, like a preteen going to watch Man of Steel 2 in 2013, and then they say, 2065! Then they got this old person clapping and saying, Man of Steel 2. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, ooh, please don't take that long. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the, the, that's like how we feel right now about Man of Steel 2. Well, and it was said that not only did production of Justice League stop, but there was a second film being filmed at the same time. And they said that Zack Snyder was doing a, a, a Lord of the Rings where he was filming two movies simultaneously. Yep. Um, and I had always said it has to be Man of Steel 2 yep. because Henry Cavill was on set from day one. Okay, yep. fair enough. He has to do training and stuff and he has to work on his body and things like that. I get that. But then why was Amy Adams also on set when right. literally in Justice League, all she does is say, you smell good and she's called thirsty, you know? Yeah. Uh, she didn't need to be there on set for nine months to get called thirsty. No, she could have showed um, up for maybe a couple of weeks to do that. She could have showed up for a couple of days. Yeah. And... You know what's so bad is somebody made a gif of the scene, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see Amy Adams' face is like filled with disgust that yeah. she has to endure the scene. Right. And and you can even see Diane Lane's face is like, I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah. You know. That and would never it, have us say this so crap. Sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's so sad. It, it's just heartbreaking at some times. It's soul-breaking. This is the movie that broke our soul. You know, I thought we were... Hey, broke my soul. People. I just got pissed off. I got my pitchfork and my torch ready. Yeah, you and I are cut from a different cloth. Other people are just giving up, and I'm like, no. Oh. That's when DC takes advantage of you. I know I went through the New 52. Yeah. When you step back... And and you give them, you know, that's what we did initially with Justice League 12. Is <laughs> we were like, they can't do this, right? And right. they did it. And then we were that, like, that is no. That literally gave me cancer. Yeah, yeah. That, you, that issue literally yeah. put me in depression. Yeah, I well, told you. I, mean, I, I put from on, the stress and depression and the complete mind wipe warp thing that I went through yeah. trying to go, they can't do this. They can't do this. And, you well, know, and then you two know, years later, boom. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it affected my health as well. I put yeah. on something like 40 kilos worth of weight. Wow. I Yeah, I literally changed completely. You know, I got type 2 diabetic from it. 
you know, it, it, it literally changed my entire life. And if I didn't say, you know, F this, I'm not going to be this person anymore because I was going very, very depressed and right. pessimistic, yeah. if you can believe that about me, right? I was right. pessimistic. I was like on the verge of giving up completely. And then I said, no, F this. I'm not going to let them destroy something that's pure and wholesome to me. And that's when I sort of changed and I said, I'm going to fight this. And so I know you don't let DC Comics win. You don't let Warner Brothers win either. You, You don't let Warner Brothers win. I don't care if they're a big corporation. Big corporations can't run without fans, especially when it's something like comic books. Yeah. Or or something like a book, you know, you have a specific fan base that, for example, the Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or DC Comics, if you anger these people, they're not going to go and support, they're not going to just take it and say, well, because it's this, I'm going to accept it. No. I mean, if you look on the flip side, Warner Brothers next year better be careful because they literally are pissing off fans. And when you do that, you lose money. Well, yeah, the I'm, Harry Potter fans, yeah. I, mean, I told what? you the Harry Potter fans don't want Johnny Depp, right? Because he has, it's not like a rumor or anything. He's been accused, found guilty, and the photographic evidence and video images of him abusing his wife, right? Who is Mira? Who's Mira, exactly. And... But but taking that out of the equation or anything, just talking about he abused his wife, right? Right. And you are now talking about a film that deals directly with abuse of people, right? Abuse of people who are not in in you know the in the pure blood sense worthy of being with you, right? So it's a very right. racial sort of abuse thing, right? And you are now making this guy a lead actor. I mean, it's literally all about this character in the movie. Mm-hmm. And fans are screaming at Warner Brothers and saying, if you don't pull this guy out of the movie, we're not going to go and watch it. Right. Those movies depend on the Harry Potter fans. And they're all saying the same thing. We're not going to watch it. And Warner Brothers and the director still have the balls and the utter gall to say, he's a good guy. We're, going, we're supporting him. We're going to keep doing this movie. Yeah. Let's see how well that works out for you next year. Well, uh, apparently, I don't, I'm not sure who released it's the movie that just came out about uh, John Paul Getty's kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, yeah. I didn't know this. I guess it was, I don't know. I heard about it today. But originally, the father's role was played by Kevin Spacey, and it was all in the can. And then when the crap hit about him being... Uh, sexual abuser of children mm-hmm. got pulled the, you know, 
hired uh, Christopher Plummer, and they reshot all of Kevin Spacey's films, scenes. And it was a short period of time, like six to either six weeks or six months before the film came out. I'm assuming it was some ridiculously small amount of time that they redid all his scenes. Mm-hmm. And well, I believe they can reshoot anything after I've seen Justice League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no way they can reshoot a movie in three weeks. Well, I mean, you know, if he obviously started in May. Yeah, yeah, I know. He but, started before me. The rumor is he started as soon as uh, they heard that Zack Snyder was going through all the the stuff in in his personal life. He started before that. They they were getting Joss Whedon to write stuff behind Zack Snyder's back while he was still shooting his movie. Yeah, I know. And and from what I've heard from David Ayer mm-hmm. on, on on Suicide Squad, where He's literally shooting his movie and reshooting his movie and somebody else is cutting it. And that somebody else is a music video director. Oh, that's right. I I believe everything now because David Ayer came out and said, yeah, that, that's true. I didn't get to cut my movie. And I was shocked that, you know, I still said, well, maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't, you know, Maybe he was there. Maybe he knew. And he was like, no, man. They completely just took what I shot and did their own thing with it. And he said, luckily, you know, the way he shot his movie is in his style. You cannot uh, take that style away, right? And so most of the movie stayed intact. But like I said, when you watch the extended edition, it's a much better version. Um, but yeah, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy what these people are doing. Again, like I'm, I yeah, I'm so amazed. Patty Jenkins was able to keep her movie intact. Yeah, mostly, mostly, they rewrote the, the ending. They did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jeff Johns put in yeah. that. Yeah. Jeff Johns put in the, you know, after she shish kebab somebody, I believe in love. Yeah. <laughs> they were going, wait, she did you just kill somebody who wasn't guilty. Yeah. I mean, he was guilty, yeah. but he wasn't guilty of the things you thought he was guilty of. Yeah. I mean, he was bad, right? He's a bad guy, but he, he wasn't who you thought he was, you know. It's, wow. it's not like it's not like, oh, just because he's bad, it's fine. No. He could have been innocent, <laughs> and you just shish kebabbed him. <laughs> he t- and smiled afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about it is, is that, again, they base these films' success on the box office, in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. And then, if it doesn't do well... And so he says, well, let's release all that stuff you cut. <laughs> and it does better on DVD and Blu-ray by a ton. By a ton, yeah. But that doesn't get measured as being successful or not because of the way they've got the system set up. Exactly. So one yeah. part of their brain's going, oh, we have to get better box office. We have to get more people in the seats, blah, 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 blah. 
So we're going to do all this. We're going to make it two hours. We're going to have Josh Whedon do his usual shtick, which isn't funny. Mm. Uh, isn't funny. It's just, it's just a superhero movie, so he can do the same stuff he did with Marvel. Which he did. He basically just changed the characters, and that doesn't work for DC. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, DC actually protects their secret identity. Hello. Yeah. Well, They actually have secret identities. Let's start there. Because yeah. <laughs> I was going through it. Um, Black Panther, right? Right. Gunn doesn't have a secret identity. He's out there. He's like, I'm the king of Wakanda. <laughs> uh, literally, he, he just takes off his mask in broad daylight and... If you're the king of a certain nation, you're kind of recognizable, you know. Yeah. Um, These days, international communications on a nanosecond basis. Exactly. You know, I can just see somebody tweeting, hashtag, King of Wakanda, the Black Panther, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And and then basically at the end of um, Winter Soldier, I think it is, uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch all these movies. I went through uh, the wikis summaries because it's easier for me. Um, so at the end of that movie, Black Widow, who's like the espionage assassin spy person, right, releases everybody's identities onto the internet. Of course, why not? Uh, so nobody has a secret identity. Uh, Captain America walks around with no helmet uh, or, or mask or anything. Right. She walks around with no mask or anything. Uh, Scarlet Witch, no mask. So, you know, the the Flash dude that they have, I can't remember his name, no mask. Everybody walks around with no mask. And this is like international incidences on YouTube, right? Right. Because... For example, you have a, a one place which is going to, which is like floating in the air, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, there's like a terrorist attack happening there. Obviously, it's going to be on the internet. Hello? <laughs> have people been in 2000 and... What century are you in, people? Yeah, and so they have no secret identities in Marvel. Nobody has a secret identity except Spider-Man. Like, he's the one dude. He's the yeah, one dude. Yeah, because Iron Man don't have one. Yeah, he basically, at the end of Iron Man, he comes and says, Tony Stark is like, I am Iron Man. And then they play rock music, like, damn, 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 damn. Like, okay. And I'm like, okay, okay. He just gave his secret identity away. Like, I can't see Bruce Wayne ever doing that. And so for me, no. it was shocking, you know. No. He gave away his secret identity? What? <laughs> and then I found out it's a thing that all Marvel heroes do is that they don't have secret identities. So I don't know why Civil War was a thing, even in the comics, where they told them, you need to register your name and your superhero name and tell us like who you are. Um, you know, so I don't know why that was a thing in Civil War. Maybe that's why nobody likes it. <laughs> so they did the JSA thing? Yeah, basically, where where you have to reveal your secret identity, and um, I think it's like like identity crisis where they they wanted everybody to reveal their identities, 
Right. And um, you have to register yourself as a hero, right? And then you get like a card or something. I'm, I'm a hero. And you then work for the government, right? Oh, Which is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is Which where is... Captain, Captain, yeah. Captain America goes, uh, listen, I'm okay with registering my name and stuff, like, but I'm not going to work for the government. Right. Because every single organization that I've worked for that says they're doing good for people ended up, you know, because he's from World War Two, So he says right. every single organization I've worked for you know, you've said, like S.H.I.E.L.D. said, we're doing good, we're, we're protecting people, but then you were a sleeper cell agent for HYDRA. Right. And you were basically, um, you know, training people to be HYDRA agents, which is like Nazis. And so I'm not going to work for you, right? I'm, do, I'm a hero, and I'm going to do it by myself. And... You know, basically, like what Superman says at the end of Man of Steel, you don't control me. You never will, right? right. I'm here to do good. Right? I'm Captain America. I'm here to do good. I'm as American as it gets, right? Yeah. And raise your hands, but I'm not, Give me a break. Yeah, I I was waiting for him to say that. Then he's like, I'm I'm from Brooklyn. I'm like, I took that from Man of Steel. But anyway, shh, don't don't tell us. Uh, you know. Well, and then even Smallville. Yeah, and then that's what he says. This, yeah, that's what even, he says. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> all right. We even and man. Yeah. Sorry. My no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Even Smallville will address this. Remember Beacon and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, where yeah. they wanted these yeah. heroes to sign up. You know, have yeah, a and then Ollie signs up. Right. Register, you know, blah blah blah. Clark's like, I ain't registered. Screw that. The next thing you know, I'm yeah. I'm the anal probe because I'm an alien. Exactly. And then Lois does her own printing press thing where she's like, can't do this to the heroes. Yeah. Right. So I don't understand why they took a film like Justice League, which they wanted to do since you know. Forever. Mm-hmm. Since since Marvel, you know, made it possible for to right. have like heroes, right? On uh, together, you know, when they started like bringing, I think season four, and they started bringing uh, Bart and stuff in, and they were like, you know, Flash can be with with, uh, you know, Clark and that sort of thing. Right. That's when Warner Brothers said, "Why don't we do this? You know, let's bring the Justice League, you know, and that sort of thing." And, You've been wanting to do this movie for more than now a decade, right? Yeah, and, and how more would, more than a decade, right? Yeah. And how can you royally screw it up as badly as they did? You had the exactly. film. Night, I don't, I don't care. understand that. A yeah. Zack Snyder film bringing all this together, you know, all mm-hmm. the, all the loose ends and all the kind of stuff, and he knows he knows his. Uh, Mythology, DC mythology, inside and out. He was going to bring that all together in this film, 
they obviously have watched too many Marvel movies and decided, I don't understand this at all. What is this? What? You know, you don't even understand your own product. You don't even yeah. own your own properties. And so then you get Weed. Well, Weed can fix it because he's done all those Avenger movies. Well, him and mm. him and Marvel had a falling out. Yeah, and the the you know I I'm, I bring it back to that example I gave you of shoes. Not every shoe fits the same person. Right. You can't put the the boot of the Avengers and try and make you know fit make it fit like the Justice League because they're two different creatures. Like trying to put cat shoes on a dog. It's not going to work, you know? Yeah. I, and you, okay. I don't, yeah. Avengers was the first superhero team because that's how, that's how Marvel did theirs. They had the team and then they did the individual, right? No, they did the individual then they did the team, okay, but I'm nobody sorry. nobody watched the individual movies, so we didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Well, was Iron Man before Avengers? Yeah, Iron Man, Thor, uh, Captain America. Uh, okay. Well, they they erased the Hulk. So I don't, I don't. Know. Right. But so, they have the Hulk. <laughs> so they did Superman first. Okay. Yep. Yep. The original super super hero. Mhm. And then Sutra was like, "We need Batman." Yep. So they gave him Batman, but then he cut the movie down to where everybody's like, "Wait a minute, how did this happen? And who's doing the yeah? Thing? Who's doing what here? Yeah. I still want that mm-hmm. team where Lois kicks the Lex in the balls. Which but, was shot? Yeah. Which was shot? Mm-hmm. So then, Batman versus Superman theatrical came out like two weeks before they started shooting Justice League, and so mm-hmm. of course, you know the critics were like, the critics rated it like the day before. Oh, it's a twenty, and we're like, how the hell can it be a twenty? Yeah, I was like, how? I promised myself I'm gonna go off Twitter. I'm not going to read any reviews because I don't want any spoilers. Kimmy starts going at Kimmy and, and Maya starts going at me. It got a 20, and I'm like, 20 out of what? 30, you know? Right. 20 out of 25? Like, no, 20%. And I'm like, a what? You know, and then I come back on in a panic. What happened? What happened? And I'm like, you know, one I remember I read one critic and they said it's just the worst movie ever, and I'm like, no man, uh uh-uh. uh, it, it can't possible. be. That's impossible. Right, that's impossible. You have Batman and Superman, and you have Ben Affleck, right, who's a pretty darn good actor, and you have an Oscar-winning Lois Lane, you have a Oscar, you know, in an Oscar-winning movie Lex Luthor, you have. Like, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar everywhere. The only right. person who doesn't have anything associated with an Oscar is Henry Cavill, right? And I'm like, it, it can't have been that bad, right? And then I said, I'm going to relax. I'm not going to read any more reviews because I'm watching it in, like, you know, 
10 hours, I can wait. I watch it, and I, I remember I came out of the cinema with tears rolling down my eyes. Not because it was bad, because it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Uh, you know, this was before I even knew a, an Ultimate Edition existed. Uh, but And I was like, the reviewers are wrong, man. They are so wrong. Yeah, but I should have known there was a rat. I should have known there was a rat in Justice League when I saw those good reviews coming out. <laughs> well, they held <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes held it for. Yeah, I know. They had a, a reveal. Like, tune in at this time and we'll reveal the score. And I'm like, you no, what? I'm not going to tune in. I don't pay attention to that crap. Mm. I never have. I like there's Neither some do I. sleeper films that missed, you know, never got reviewed, and I love them. They're like some of my favorites. So yeah, I'll never forget. I'll never forget when people reviewed Jersey Girl, and they said it's it's such a like stupid movie, and I'm like, I adore this I movie. I love what Jersey Girl. About? How can you exactly. go bad? And I'm like, they're like, it's the worst movie Ben Affleck, the the top ten worst movie Ben Affleck has ever acted in. And they put Jersey Girl like number two or three. And I'm like, but why? It's so good, you know? Well, and you got to remember, that was the first time that he drove the Batmobile. Exactly. This ain't, this ain't a dumpster. This is a Batmobile. We're riding the Batmobile. You're a big Bat fan, you. Poor Ben Affleck. He does not deserve what he got in Justice League. No. Poor Gal Gadot. She loves Wonder Woman so much that even when she was doing, um, when she had just won Miss Israel, and she she was asked by an Israeli um, publishing house to do a photo shoot for her, the theme she picked was Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. It was back in like 2007 or something. Right. Right? So the theme she picked was Wonder Woman, right? And they did like a modern Wonder Woman. Right. Uh, it, it basically looks actually like bombshell Wonder Woman. You know, she's, she's got the right. shorts and she's got a right. shirt and she's, she's, she's got her hair up in, in the bandana and stuff. And she's like, we can do this, you know, that sort of thing. Um, it's It's that theme that it follows. And I'm like, okay. These poor people love this character. They finally get the dream of playing Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Superman, Amy Lois Ad- Lane. Amy, Amy Adams has been trying to play Lois Lane since Superman Returns. Okay. Right. She starred in Smallville just to be in something Superman. Right. Right. And and Tom Welling. <laughs> Like that's not a is sharing a couple of scenes with Tom Welling, that's not bad. Yeah. Um nice park. Yeah, all these people have been waiting their entire lives to play these characters. And they finally get the opportunity. And they've been building to this Justice League movie. Right? Since since B V S they said, Okay, they don't want to do Man of Steel two first, they wanna do they want to go, they want to jump into the deep end of the pool. You know, Zack Snyder didn't, didn't hesitate. He was like, I'm jumping into the deep end here. I'm going full mythology, right? Right. And and he brings it in BVS. Yeah. I mean, there's so much mythology in BVS. 
But I don't think the suits that Warner Brothers understand. Okay, you've got... They don't. they got yeah. Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. before he went bald. You've got... Um, You've got Batman. So much. You've got so Alfred. Much. You've got um, Lois, Clark, Perry. The Daily Planet. Daily, Planet. Daily Planet. You've got, hello, Wonder Woman coming in and saving their butts from, dun, 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 doomsday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Before you get that, you get the Omega sign. I mean, every yeah, fanboy. Yeah, nightmare. Yeah, when you saw that, that screenshot... Right when they just released the still of the Omega sign, mm-hmm. I went. I don't know about you, but I went nuts because oh, I, I love the fourth world. But I I love the fourth world, and I was like, holy damn shit! They're bringing that in because I at that time I didn't know it was a nightmare thing, right? And I was like, you know how how is he gonna fit all this in, you know? And amazingly, he did. He did in that three hour version. Well. Um, the, I mean, okay, Justice League, first time we ever saw a boom tube on screen. Yeah, it didn't go boom. It didn't go boom, and no one said, what the hell is that? No one said, oh, it's a boom yeah. tube. Yeah, because they, they got the anatomy of the boom tube, you know, correct. So yeah. we know as fans, it's a boom tube. Right. But when you don't hear the boom. <laughs> right. You know, like, That's the name, I'm, boom tube. Yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> the Earth's supposed to Well, speak, and, you know. you know, and Dark Side was mentioned once kind of like in passing. It wasn't like, Dark Side. No, it's like, Dark Side. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, like that's what? it? Yeah, I was like, that's it? So You go back and you show Dark Side some respect, man. <laughs> yeah. He's a, oh, well, we're not going to do part two, and... Now, he's not going to be in the film. Oh, well, you just screwed. Okay, one thing, you've got this big nightmare scene with mm-hmm. Batman thinking he's got to fight Superman because Lois Lane has died. Well, then Lois didn't die. Superman died instead. But Flash comes back and says Lois is the key. So we go into Justice League thinking, okay, now we're going to find out how Lois is the key. Oh, yep. she's not the key. She's thirsty. Mm. Yeah, Lois Lane went from being, you know, a ball busting. She took on a general or or colonel, whatever you want, Colonel Hardy. Uh, Even she took on General Swanwick. You know, she like. Well, she took on all those peeps. I mean, she says, you know, she took on General Zod. Come on, let's go. Yeah, she took on General Zod. She's like, help him. What are you doing? Help him. You know, she she's not afraid of General Zod. Because she got the key. She got the key. Um, You see the thread. You see the thread from Zack Snyder. She had the key in her pocket, and she becomes the key. She's supposed to unlock something in Justice League. Um, But the suits didn't know that because they just looked at Batman versus Superman and went, Rotten Tomatoes didn't like it. Mm. They didn't look at the fan score for that because... The fans gave it 89%. So now, is Batman versus like, Superman the best money-making DC film they have right now? Exactly. It even did better than Wonder Woman. Woman. And Wonder Woman had all the great reviews. Wonder Woman had everybody backing her. 
you know, uh, woman director directing a female-led superhero. It had everything going for it. And she still didn't make as much money as Batman v Superman with horrible reviews. I don't understand these these suits. Yeah. I just don't understand them. I, you but know. anyway. But anyway. So, let's talk about comics. No, let's talk about something else. <laughs> let's talk about comics because at least the comic people know what's going on. Finally. Now they do. <laughs> Finally, yeah. Okay, do you see all these new comics they're coming out with? These new characters. They're basically Marvel. Uh, they're basically Marvel characters that Jim Lee's come up with. Listen, I'm not paying attention to this this dark matter shit because oh, it's this, apparently this is yeah this is this is the dark matter shit I was talking about. Remember, I was trying to tell you it was it it if you look at the 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 characters right the way they write up the books right. it's all the artists' names first. Yeah. Jim Lee, written by blah. Um, yeah. Andy Kubert, written by Blah. Uh, John Romita Jr., written by Blah. You know, John even Ramita Scott Snyder Jr. is, yeah, even Scott Snyder is a Blah. You know, written by Blah. So, I. <laughs> so it's Greg Capullo like, written by Blah. Yeah, Greg Capullo written by Blah. Um, and yeah, that's why I'm not paying attention to it because, from what I understand of the dark matter shindig that they're doing it is yeah it is their marvel version um it's it's where they all these people that they brought over from marvel right john romita jr all these people it's it's literally where they can give them a place to do what they they want to do right artists first these books will never come out because the artists will be stuck Dribbling faces. Uh, Jim Lee's books will never come out. <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm not paying attention to this. Yeah, I'm not paying attention to this because apparently it 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 will feature like DC characters, but in cameos. Of course, because they have, so, have, so, have somebody in there that somebody was like, oh, so and so is it so? Well, I guess I'll look at that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not paying attention to it because it's all new characters. It's basically artists first, writers later. Uh, I am happy with my main universe. It's not going to cross over into the main universe for Thank any you. stories, for any stories or crossovers, or anything like that. Because DC are moving away from crossovers. <laughs> um, they say that now, but and, you know, three months from now, we have a crossover. And no, they're moving. You can see DC is moving away from events, right? Like I don't mind if it crossovers from Superman to Action to Teen Titans to Super Sons, like what they're doing now, because they always did that with Superman books, right? Right. Um, That's because their events have sucked. Yeah, I don't mind if they do uh, Batman and the story crosses over into Detective Comics or Titans or or Justice League, whatever like that, right? Right. I don't mind that. No, that's, that's not really a crossover. It's just, you know. Yeah. They used to do well, that in the old days, and they didn't call them crossovers. No, yeah, they just said to be continued in. Right. <laughs> and you were like, cool. You know? Uh, what I don't want is Trinity War. You have to go and buy oh, 52 my. books 
to understand what's happening, which is what they did with dark metal. Right. And have you seen the figures for dark metal? It's failing now. The oh, the, 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 the shine has been lost. Right? There's no shine on dark so, metal. The, the allure of the darkness has been lost. People are like, meh, you know. I don't want to buy 50 books to understand what's going on. I don't buy 50 um, books of putting down Superman in every turn. Yeah, I mean, people are like over with that because you buy your Batman twice a month, you're getting a good story. You buy your Superman twice a month, yep. you're getting a good story. Uh, you buy action comics twice a month, you're getting a good story. Yep. Wonder Woman, I think you're getting a good story, even if it doesn't have Diane on every single page. Right. Uh, you know, you don't need Wonder Woman on every single page. Right. Just because it says, you know, in Superman books, for example, action comics, we don't have Superman on every single page. We've got Booster Gold, we've got Keats, we've got Lois, we've got General, we've got... John, it doesn't need, you don't need Superman on every single page. You don't need Wonder Woman on every single page. Batman, you don't need Batman on every single page, right? Um, so if people are getting their money's worth from the main title books, your Titans, your, even people are enjoying Red Hood and the Outlaws, you know? I don't know why. Uh, they're enjoying it. Your Harley Quinn, you know, you get all your characters in those books, you're getting them twice a month, some once a month, and you're getting your good stories. So why would people want to go and buy these event books? They're not buying event books. They're buying Doomsday Clock because it's epic, right? It's Watchmen, and the Watchmen characters are coming back, and you're like, what's this mystery with with Dr. Manhattan? Why do you screw up with Superman? You know, that's what is interesting. But, yeah, nobody's buying dark metal anymore. Thank God you people got some brains knocked into you. Well, it was Jim Lee's brainchild. It was, yeah. So he can take his brainchild and, you know... Go oh, to the dark matter corner. Yeah, he, he is goes to the dark matter corner. He is Nosferatu. He's like, Scott, you can go as dark as you like. It's got like, really? Really? Yeah, you can bring yeah, every and, evil and thing Scott you've ever Snyder, thought of in there. Yeah, and Scott Snyder's version of dark is let's kill and screw Superman over 52 ways to Wednesday. Yeah. And every freaking issue. Yeah, yeah. And if you disappointed in you, Scott, disappointed. Yeah. Well, that could have been a mandate from Jim, because you know how much he loves Superman. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And having Lois and John eaten alive, or oh, Lois eaten by John and Superman. Yeah, I yeah. definitely think that was a mandate from Jim Lee. Well, I don't get the point troll. of Lois. Lois is a rock troll. I don't get the. I don't get the point of Lois. Yeah. She's Why not is high for me. It's so important. It's because she doesn't have Do you, Jim Lee. drag her chest down to the ground and her ass is in the air for you to be standing behind her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one woman. That's what he did to her. Okay. So let's talk about comics. 
But we're not talking about dark metal because we don't read that shit. No, we don't read that shit. We read we... good shit, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we got some good comics this week. Action, Doomsday Clock, Nightwing, New Order. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we read that one is because... Sejna found some Clovis stuff in there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went, I had asked Kyle Higgins, the mm-hmm. author of this book, long time ago, I said, okay, Lois is the Lantern of Hope, like Blue Lantern, she's the la- Blue Lantern, Lantern of Hope. Right. I said, you have to have Superman in this somewhere, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, Superman shows up. He's like, Superman shows up and like, cool, cool. Do we get close? He's like, yeah. I'm like, but that's how you sell a book. <laughs> Don't lie. How come he Don't doesn't listen. know that about? Oh, that wasn't him. That wasn't Kyle. Yeah. That was the other. No, that wasn't Kyle. That was the other Steely, wasn't it? Steely. Who? Steely. Tim Steely. Steely. Yeah. Yeah. So we get some really good Lois in this. Um, basically, what's happening in this story is Dick went to the dark side um, and he helped. I can't remember who, but he helps these people sort of eradicate the metahuman gene, uh, which basically means everybody born with superpowers was given an inoculation. Uh, If they stood up in a resistance and fought against the established order, they were shot with the the, um, pathogen that sort of annihilates the the genes and people lost their powers. Um, you know, there's there's hardly any superhumans left. Uh, and they've now created a stronger version of this and they've given it to Wally. So Wally's lost his connection to Speed Force. And literally I think the only two people left with powers is Starfire because hers isn't really um not a meta she's an alien she's she's not a meta and and she's not an alien like superman where he derives his power from um, the sun yeah it, it, she is is literally everybody on her planet that is of royal birth she's a princess queen right. on her planet uh but her planet was exploded as well um so everybody born of royal blood has this this thing in them. It, it's not a power. It's not a specific gene or anything like that. It is part of them. It's like how we have hair or eyes or whatever. You know, it, it's just part of her. So even though she was, uh, you find out in this coming, she was given the thing by Dick, right? Or in the previous one, I can't remember. And that's why she left. Right, she left Dick and their son because Dick, in the middle of the night, tried to give her this this pathogen to get rid of her gene, and and it didn't work, right? Because she doesn't have a meta-human gene, um, so she still retains her powers, right? Right. Um, and, it, and this is kind of futuristic, it because um, yeah, like apocalyptic. Yeah. Again, apocalyptic world. I mean, Dick sporting yeah. the uh, road warrior uh, sideburn thing, you know, where yeah, Max, he got gray. 
Max, so Max had those lines. His was blonde and, and Road Warriors. Yeah. Mad Max, too, and a, for everybody else in, in the world. For, for, yeah, Road Warrior, yes. Yeah. Mad Max, too. Uh, yeah, Lois uh, uh, was basically um, strong-willed enough, and she now wields a blue lantern ring. Yeah. So again, that's not like that's not a gene, that's not a power. It's the ring. No, and um, it's the will too. And it's the will. It's you can't get rid of that yeah, gene. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I love the line where you know uh, Lois is shut. Basically, so they 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 went to go and rescue Dick's son, who has now shown the metahuman gene. Yeah. Uh, because he's obviously Starfire's son as well. So he's shown them the metahuman gene. And Dick doesn't have the will to inject him, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's like, this is my son, right? Right. So it's like, I'm not going to vaccinate uh, my kids because they'll get, you know, autism. Exactly. So Kate King, <laughs> um, who used to be Batwoman, uh, now she's leading this task force. Um, she basically takes Dick's son and puts him in prison. And so now... Dick gets help from the renegades, the the rebellion, the resistance. I don't know what they call themselves in this one. Um, which is basically Wally, uh, Starfire, Lois, some other Teen Titans. Oh, uh, Beast Boy, all those people. Cyborg. Cyborg, you can't, no gene. He's technology, right? Right, right. <laughs> it's part of him. <laughs> And so what happens is Lois is separated from the others uh, because obviously they know that, you know, her power is like, you know, can't stop that. And then she says, all right, Ring, listen up. I know how you work. Hope is nothing without will. Um, To do anything like what I'm thinking, you're supposed to need a green lantern nearby. But here's the thing. Have you met me? I'm Lois Lane. I'm all wool. And she just blasts them out of there and saves everybody, basically. Uh, and, you know, Mr. Freeze is, is, is basically the guy who's being used to dispense this um, pathogen with his freeze rate. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Don't ask me. Right. Not a science person. Uh, so basically they escape thanks to Dick's son because he has powers and he blasts them out of there. Uh, and then Lois uses a bubble and she flies them away. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she flies them away. Okay, so now they're in the Teen Titans secret hideout where you find out all about this pathogen and how it's basically how Dick turned on the Teen Titans, which is like the most surprising thing ever. You know, he everybody he knew and cared about got jabbed with it. Um, and... So, you know, they want to have Jake be part. Jake is Dick's son. Uh, you know, they want him to be part of the mm-hmm. rebellion resistance. Yeah. Resistance, whatever you want to call them. 
And Dick's like, nah, you know, not doing that. He's my son. And Corey's like, he's also my son. And he's like, you left. You don't get a say. And he's like, I'm going to take him and run to, like, Russia or Italy or something. And Cyborg's like, dude, man, nowhere is safe. Have you seen the system? <laughs> and Corey's like, uh, I left my son once. I'm not leaving him again. I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. Dick shouts at her, and I'm just like, Ugh, can we please just kick Dick in the dick already? Yeah, because uh, they're heading to Metropolis, and they knock Dick out. And yeah, yeah. They, yeah. yeah. After, after Jake says, no, I want to join them. I've seen, I've seen the videos of what you've done. Uh, I've read the books. I've watched the videos. I've listened to all the interviews. I know how bad things were. But I also know there were good people who were given the choice, used what they had to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then you took that choice away from them. He's telling this to his father. And I think they should be given that choice back. And he's like, Jake, listen to me. And Lois is like, kids made his decision. Bye. And she just popped him out like that, like a light switch. <laughs> Uh, and so then when he wakes up, they're in a car or van, and they're heading to Metropolis. Yeah. And they have him uh, cuffed. And he wakes up. And, and oh, we should yeah. turn around. Yeah, and they're like, no, nah, we're going to Metropolis. And so then they head into Metropolis, and then there's a gang who's like, everybody has to pay a toll. Mm-hmm. And then, dun, da, 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 we get an entrance of somebody with a cape and an S. And he just takes them all out. And. Super Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, super, super Mad Max. Guy, yeah, yeah, he's like, apologies, we're still teaching some of the locals about manners. It's an ongoing education. I'm like, this is such a clock thing. I love this line. I'm sorry, I love this line. It says, but I promise we're not all bad. Hello, Miss Lane. (laughs) That was my favorite line. Hello, Miss Lane. That was my favorite. Hello, Miss Lane. (laughs) I'm like, hello, clock. Yeah, I'll help break it. The clock is hello, Miss Lane. Yeah, and Clark has like a mace or something, like some weapon. Yeah, he made like badass. He made something yeah. out of uh, there's a cog on it, and it's like it's like could be used like a axe or a you know mace, like mace or whatever. Sword, baseball yeah. bat, all purpose. Yeah, struck those all things. purpose weapon. It's, and yeah. that kind of makes you wonder why would Clarky need that? So obviously he's lost his powers. Yep. But he's and still then doing the Lois right says, thing. I mean, he's still protecting people from these, you know, people, oh, the the cool, you know. Yeah, he's still got the S. He's still doing the S proud. Yep. And Lois says, you always did know how to make an entrance mobile and you get one of the best panels I've seen this week. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. He just lifts her up and she and they like kissing and like it's uh, really And good. she says the line and she says, should have said in Justice League. I was going to say the exact same thing. She says, God, I missed you. And I said, yes, that's such a better line. What? Yeah. Anyway, I said, that's such a better line. Anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we see them working with Lex Luthor. <laughs> it's only and, it's got a cybernetic arm. Yeah, he lost his arm. But Clark and Lois, in the meantime, are canoodling there in the corner. Oh, yeah, and, they're not separating. For, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And then Lex says, yes, yes, warm reunions, so quaint. Need I remind you there's work to do. Blah, Lex. Blah. <laughs> Stupid legs. Cock blocker. Um, so then we get the story of what happened. And, you know, Jake is like, I've seen the videos. I can't believe you and Lex Luthor are working together. And Cock goes, Lex, Luthor, and I have certainly had our differences over the years. This may sound like an oversimplification, but the older you get, the more you realize just how complicated life can be. Things and people change constantly. And he says, you know, your dad didn't build the device that caused all this. And Jake is like, I know it was an apocalyptic, a war weapon to neutralize the planet so it would be easier to invade or something Batman had it. (laughs) Of course, it was Batman. And so... Then we get the story of what happened with um, Dick and where Bruce is. Bruce, uh, he says Bruce has died and Dick changed after that. And Clark says, you know, you know what happened. And then we see a flashback of Clark basically heat visioning Batman. Um, And Jake says, yeah, I know. But it wasn't your fault. It was a mind control. And then Lex Luthor pipes in and says, Black Kryptonite, actually. So we know something happened there. And Clark Strickazade Bruce uh, while he was on Black Kryptonite. Depends what type of Black Kryptonite. There's so many versions, what it can do. So complicated. Um... Then blah blah blah, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Let me see if Dick is basically playing a double agent. <laughs> yeah, he's done that before. Yeah, so many times. Yeah, Dicky, 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 why? Oh, then we get the new age of DC heroes. That's going to die real quick. Yeah, real quick. You know I mean, how I know? The Didio's writing one. No, the Didio's writing one. That'll last six months, if six months. He usually only stays on a book six months. Yes, Dan Didio is writing sideways. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, probably. Okay. You got a good artist though, Kenneth Rockefeller. Yeah. Yeah, but that ain't gonna last. Yeah. The only thing I can see lasting is the new Terrifics because it's got classic DC heroes in it. It's got Metamorpho, Plastic Man. Uh, you know, it's written by Jeff Lemire and drawn by Ivan Race, so it's gonna be good. 
Um, who drew the Nightwing issue? Because it reminded me a lot of the Klaus Claus stuff that we got from Morrison. Uh, I will tell you who drew this now. Uh, Trevor McCarthy. Never heard of him, mm. but apparently he he pencils, he inks, and he does it all by himself. Wow. Wow. Cool. Okay. Um, you want to tell us about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman, let's see if I can keep this to under five minutes. Okay, so last issue, uh, Wonder Woman was getting the life sucked out of her by Darkseid. Zeus shows up. Yeah, and Zeus shows up and he's like, uh-uh, Darkseid, you ain't killing any of my any more of my kids. Uh, so big showdown, new gods versus old gods. Like, the, the both of them they are the biggest of the big in each case. So it's Darkseid versus Zeus for most of the panels. Um, but then you have the turnaround or the redemption of Jason. Uh, when he sees the life being sucked out of one woman, he sacrifices himself, sort of, and he starts, you know, he starts sacrificing his life essence or his, his Zeus essence, mm-hmm. Zeus essence. Uh, and he's and he, you know, makes a sacrifice, which is actually what brings Zeus to them. Um, and so you have that sort of redemption of Jason, where he's like, "I didn't know they were going to do this to you," and I'm like, "Dude, what did you think they were gonna do? <laughs> they killed sure. Hercules. What did you? Th- what did you think they were gonna do? Bleed <laughs> so with Diana." Yeah. Anyway, he pleads ignorance. Um, he's forgiven by Diana uh, because then they start fighting Grail. They both team up against Grail. They uh, knock her out, sort of, and then Diana goes to help Zeus. Mm-hmm. But before she can reach him, Darkseid opens up a boom tube and takes him to a different part of the globe or the world. Mm-hmm. Where there's a lot of civilians, so Diana has Diana is distracted. She goes to help civilians. Jason can't keep up with Darkseid and Zeus fighting because he's never, you know, he's never been part of a god fight, and um, he can't help Zeus. Zeus dies. Darkseid sucks all Zeus's essence. And he becomes dark side again. He's no more baby. He's no more teenager. He's fully grown, fully powerful. Omega beam your butt, dark side. So dark side's back. Um, that's how we know it's not in the same time frame as dark metal, because dark side is baby. Dark side there, still a baby. Um, yeah, and then Zeus dies. And Darkseid then takes... Oh, and then the Justice League show up because of all the, the civilians and stuff that, that's being, like, killed. And Darkseid's like, uh, later, see ya. <laughs> Not taking y'all on. <laughs> he gets out of there. And he's gone somewhere. <laughs> that's it. Wow. Yeah. Zeus is dead. Well, 
I think he's dead. He's died before he comes back. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Doomsday Clock, I was uh, like, yeah. what? I was like, no, yeah, that's that's basically it in essence. Right. So, Doomsday Clock for me was like, oh, this is literally totally Watchmen at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Same for me. I was like, really? I thought Clark mm-hmm. was supposed to be in here somewhere. So basically, Doomsday Clark, Clock, this is the second issue, right? This is? Jeff Johns is basically, this is how I'm doing what Watchmen. I'm like, I didn't read Watchmen the first time. I think I saw the movie, half the movie or something. Once, <laughs> I fell asleep probably, because if it was late at night, I would have fell asleep. So now I get to see Jeff's take on Watchmen. Okay. So what were the big bullet points in that one? I mean, I know people are coming back from the dead. Yeah, loads of people. Like everybody that died in Watchmen, back from the dead. And I'm like, okay. Um, basically, uh, it, it, you remember how I tell you Dr. Manhattan doesn't have humanity. Or he doesn't have right. a connection right. to his to his humanity. Right. Um and we get the story of that we've never heard of before with the marionette where he stops. He was going to disintegrate her and he stops because he sensed that she's pregnant. Oh. So But they we weren't have, in the original watch watchmen, were they? N- they were mentioned Okay. They were like, um, what it was is they were mentioned as in Before Watchmen. You remember those, that series that came out? Oh, that so about in the original Watchmen. Watchmen, this is not an Alan Moore thing. This is not an Alan Moore thing. It was, but it is in the Alan Moore book. But they're not like uh, pivotal characters. All they are is Night Owl, I think, or the comedian, I can't remember one of them takes them in and then you just see a sort of paper, you know, apprehended marionette and blah, blah. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And so it is characters that were created by Alan Moore, but with no background and no history. Okay. So Jeff Johns is taking that and like running with it where he's creating this moment where... Because we uh, need the marionette. But we don't need Clark in this issue. Well, I think he's establishing that Dr. Manhattan had this moment of humanity where he's not all lost. Mm. And but then and they're happens? going to sort of and then they're sort of gonna try and use this as a key to get to him. Okay. But then I mean the the major thing that happens is the watchmen now cross over into our universe. Yeah. And yeah, and when 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 we get to our universe, things are a bit different uh, because you have, you must remember this is now DC Rebirth continuity, right? Right. And uh, Lex Luthor has this thing out where he wants to again register all the metahumans, and it's it's called the Superman theory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically once Superman shown up, they know that Superman is not 
a metahuman. He's an alien with abilities that are that he gains from the yellow sun, blah, blah, blah. But he, once he showed up, all these metahumans started following his example right. and started coming out into the light, right? He inspired, and inspired them. He inspired them and he brought them out from the shadows into the light. And Lex, Lex doesn't like that. On, Lex doesn't like that. He's on this rampage <laughs> to get all the metahumans registered. And what it is, is basically if you read, there's two articles. There's a Daily Planet article, which is obviously pro-Superman, pro-metahumans, um, all that sort of thing, right. where Lois is like, you know, Superman's right. Uh, this is the quote we've got from him. This is what it says. Um, you know, he says that these people are allowed their personal lives and things like that. That's basically what he says. Is you can't right. register all of them because then they'll be on the database and they won't have, you know, an existence. Right. Um, then you find out, because we get Bruce in this. Uh, not Batman, Bruce. Right. Uh, you find out Lex Luthor is trying to buy... Wayne Enterprises. Of course. And if that happens, all shit hits the fan because Lucius is like, dude, you need to be here. You need to be at Wayne Enterprises. They don't need Batman right now. They need Bruce Wayne. Right. Because if your company gets bought by Lex Luthor, you do know there's a secret division that funds the Justice League. That funds... That's in your utility belt. Exactly. That funds the Batman. If they find out about this lost division of R&D, you know, it's basically like in the Dark Knight where that guy found the Tumblr blueprints. And I was Mm -hmm. like, who left this lying around for this guy? And he's like, I want... You know, $10 million. But Lex Luthor's not going to do that. Lex Luthor's going to be like, Batman is Bruce Wayne. Right. Bruce Wayne funds the Justice League. He's going to out everything. And uh, so then we find out that people are anti-Batman. You know, they're like, Gotham no. doesn't want the Batman. No. Yeah. Yeah. It, the people are wearing anti-Batman uh, shirts. And they're like, the world's gone upside down because of the Superman theory. Uh, It may have all started with Rex Mason and Kirk Langstrom, who Rex Mason is metamorpho. Right. And Kirk Kirk Langstrom is man-bat. Yep. Um, But now the mob's after you. They don't trust Batman anymore. And I'm like, what? And Bruce is like, when have they really... (laughs) And Lucius says, Bruce, the bat is not the symbol it used to be. It's become a disease. But it's one you can live with as long as you manage it and keep it from infecting others. And Bruce is basically like, this isn't my doing. It's temporary paranoia. He's basically avoiding the whole situation. Right. He says, Batman's a necessity to Gotham and the world. Lucius, it's not that simple anymore. You need to face this. All of it, Bruce. Bruce. Bruce doesn't listen. He says, when are your eyes, when are you going to open your eyes? And from the bat symbol, we see lights coming out and the night plane, I don't know, comes crashing into Gotham and we see uh, 
Ozymandias, uh, the marionette, the other dude, the mine, and Rorschach, who's not really Rorschach, crash land into Gotham. Because uh, this is the then, black Rorschach, right? This is the black Rorschach, yes, the African-American Rorschach. For better. And so then they, they cuff the marionette and the mine, and they lock them up in the night wing thing. I don't know what it's called. Archie, I think it's called. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then Ozymandias and uh, Rorschach, remember they're from 1980-something, right? So right. they go to the library to find out information. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, people are not going to know what a library is. People still got a library. We've got libraries. Uh, I go to the library. If just to smell books, because they smell very nice. Yes, they do. And so, Ozymandias does, yes, all that knowledge. Ozymandias goes on the internet, I think, and he finds out who are the two smartest people in on this earth. And he comes across Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne. And so then Rorschach tells him, split up, save time. And he says, which one do you want? And he says, the smartest, of course. And so Rorschach heads to Wayne Manor and he sees um, pancakes left by... Alfred for Bruce. Right. And and he apparently on his last day on his earth, because it was going into nuclear warfare, did not get his pancakes. Right. So he devours them. And then... So now he gets his pancakes. There, yeah. He, he got his pancakes now. And so then as he's sitting there with his belly out and, you know, completely full, he sees the foil, I think it is, float and fly off the table. Then he, he's obviously a detective, he traces his steps back and he sees this breeze coming from uh, the clock in the, in the study of Wayne Manor. So he lights a match and he holds it up to the clock and blows out. Then he pulls it and he discovers the passageway and he's in the bat cave. And then we go to Lex Corp and we see Lex Luthor is back to being traditional Lex Luthor, math scientist Lex Luthor. And so he says, excuse me, how did you get in here? And Ozymandias says, I let myself in. I admire your taste, Mr. Luther, and your aspirations. And I don't know what painting that is. It's obviously of an angel and a human. I'm sure it's some famous work of art that... Bring it back, my page. I am on page 26. 26. Yeah, where Lex is coming out. It's after the the bat cave. Oh, oh I went too far. Or twenty or twenty four on the thing, not on yeah, in the corner. All right. Okay. Ozymandias blows up something. Uh, 
no. Or that. Okay, the yeah, go to the panel where where Rorschach is by the clock, and then two down. I don't think I'm in the right place. No. Okay. Anyway, we'll we'll find out what what uh, this is. Um, I'll look for it. Yeah, and then Luther says, "Who are you?" And Ozzy says. I'm the smartest man on my earth, and you're the smartest man on yours. And Lex is like, never mind. He says, security will show you out before I terminate them for allowing you in. And Ozzy is like, if I could only have a moment of your time. And he says, oh, you have it. Feel free to appease my curiosity until they get here, smartest man. And so then... um, the marionette and oh the mime. Yeah. That may be mm-hmm. let me get this right. Um Jacob Jacob wrestled a an angel. Okay. Um uh, in the Bible. Broke okay. his thigh, I wanna say. Um he actually wrestled God and Oh. Jacob Jacob became Israel. Yeah. Okay. Because there was twins, Jacob and Esau. Esau was a bad one. And then Jacob okay. was yeah. All right. That's I think I remember the story. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I can, I remember somebody breaking their thigh, yeah. Yeah. That's the first you um, remember, right? Yeah, anyway. So anyway, the marionette and the mime, I actually kind of like them. They're kind of funny in a twisted, dark way because they're twisted. But anyway, so she says, did you bring your lockpick? Because they're handcuffed in the night bird thing. thing. And he pulls something out from his mouth, but it's nothing there. Yeah, these two. <laughs> and... Did you skip up um, from my favorite part when Bruce had to take the psychological test? Oh, yes. I sort of skipped over that because... Yes. I mean, it's something you need to see. It's something you need to see because right. each panel is like a moment... Oh, they're, they're holding up Rorschach's. <laughs> yeah. First very, like Rorschach's. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, so Bruce is taking a psychological evaluation for Wayne Enterprises and they hold up panels and each one you we can see like for example the murder in the alley um right. the bat all those other things and bruce just says a boat a yacht a speedboat i have boats on my mind somebody's waiting for me and i'm like okay bruce bruce no wonder you failed your psychological evaluation <laughs> um yeah, and then it comes back when we're looking at Rorschach, you see all the panels shown to you as Batman is taking apart some gangster dude. Um, so Ozymandias is telling Lex the story of what happened in Watchmen. He said, my world was spiraling out of control. I went into the depths of human fears, searching for something beyond horror, 
spent years devising a plan, and I hoped um, that I hoped would unite the countries and the people through it, through all the cost. So then, Lex says, "Let let me let me see if I'm understanding you correctly." Uh, you dissected the psyche's brain, um, enlisted the morally bankrupt minds of artists and writers from the likes of Hollywood to comic books, and created an alien invader that murdered 3 million people to unite the world. Ozymandias, yes. Lex, and you're surprised that humanity hasn't stayed united. You're the smartest man on your planet. I'd hate to meet the dumbest. Because it was a dumb plan. It really was, Ozzy. Yeah. Um, so Ozzy says, your opinion of my intelligence matters. Little, Mr. Luther, I'm here because I know your ambitions. I shared them at one point in my life. And if you choose to believe me and work with me, I can help you achieve everything you want. And so Rorschach is going through the Batcave and he says, must be a monster. Only monsters would keep trophies like this. And he's going through, you know, all the suits of the villains. You can see the Riddler. You can see um, Mr. Freezer's gun. And then he goes through um, a wall with the newspaper clipping. He says, tokens and prizes from victims. It's how Kavak taught so many animals. Uh, then you see the bat suit and the robin suit, the gun that was used to kill his parents. They couldn't let go of the past. Obsessed with reliving yesterday, like Verdet. Uh, a sailor hearing the sirens cry, pulling him towards the rocks. Let me see. Vedet looks behind him and somebody tries to shoot him but he moves and Lex gets shot and then somebody says last time you came at me I was confused drunk and Ozymandias says impossible and then we see the comedian he says this time I'm ready for you And then Rorschach is looking over and he says that heroes, oh wait, what, I missed one. Chasing his greatest lie, that heroes aren't already dead. And so Rorschach looks behind him and we see the psyche evaluator holding up a book that, uh, a Rorschach that looks like Rorschach's face. And Batman says, you ate my breakfast. And Rorschach says, yeah, I did. And then we see handcuffs open. The marionette and the mime, the two crazy people, on the loose somewhere. And then we have a quote that says, we are torn between nostalgia for the familiar and an urge for foreign and strange. As often as not, we are homesick most for the, the places we have never known. Carson McCullers. Yeah. That's Doomsday Clock. Yeah. I mm-hmm. 
I thought it was interesting. I don't know that I ever knew the year of the Lincoln penny. Um, oh. But apparently, I think it was 1945, they quit um, doing copper pennies because of the war. And it was the only year that they made them out of, I think, steel. Oh. So if you get one of those, it's like worth a lot of money. You'd think that it would say well, 1939 or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see what happened with Batman in 1945. Maybe it's important. Oh, okay. Serial came out. Blah, blah, blah. 1945. What did Batman do in 1945? He fought for the war efforts. Okay. Nothing much. Yeah. Nothing much happened in 1945. Okay. That was a bust. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Doomsday Clock number two. I get it. it it's not a um, DC Comics issue. It's a Watchmen issue. Right. And, but, I mean, you know... Well, it's being got Bruce back, and Batman in it, but... Got Bruce and Batman, so I think it's like establishing, you know, you, you're going to need Batman in this because he knows about the pen. And right. which, which amazingly, the comedian is wearing now. So <laughs> it's like, did he break into the Batcave? Everybody's breaking into the Batcave, eating Bruce's breakfast. <laughs> poor Bruce. Um, you ate my breakfast. Poor Bruce. You ate my breakfast. My parents Please. died and now you're eating my breakfast. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because the last time we saw the comedian, I said, I personally said, he doesn't have to be dead. Right. Um, the last time we saw Rorschach, I again said, he doesn't necessarily have to be dead. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. Is is Manhattan sort of showing traces of his humanity? You know? Um. Is there all this, this this links to where he tried to be human and he couldn't be? Uh, you, you're going to need to establish Batman in this world because you're going to need the world's greatest detective right. to freaking figure out what is going on here. So did Manhattan kill both Rorschach and the comedian? Uh, no. The comedian was killed by uh, Ozymandias, I think. Or he sent a hitman after him. Okay. I'm I'm a bit fuzzy on the details, uh, but he just died. Uh, he was kicked out of a window. <laughs> okay. And he went, anyway, and went splat on the street. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, Rorschach was the interesting one because he was killed. I'm gonna say killed, quote unquote, by Manhattan. 
where he was disintegrated. You just see a blood splatter. Mm-hmm. So it could be that you know the guy who controls all particles and stuff could have just popped him into another universe or something. Right. So yeah, yeah. I'm just worried about the marionette and the mind being loose in Gotham City. I mean, it's like the perfect place for them to be loose. Hello, crazies in crazy town. So is Joker dead? Um. Wow, that's an interesting question. That uh, I now you've got Marionette? You know. You know, I, I think when we go back to the, the three Jokers from ah, Reba, right. I think uh, comedian is one of them because he and, now has yeah he now has scars on his face. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering about that. Yeah. Now, who was the comedian in the Charlton characters that Moore used? He was supposed to be. Um, can't remember. Okay. I'll check it out for you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's interesting because all these dead people are coming back. So Well and Clark came back people. Too. Yeah. Back in November nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Mhm. Hmm. Which started this little tale. Uh the comedian is a Charlton character mm-hmm. um, with elements from Marvel Comics Nick Fury. Okay. Really? That doesn't help me. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's actually, that's actually kind of, he's a former government agent. I would say he's more like an Amanda Waller gone bad. My thought, well... I didn't think he was based on any... He would have been based on a Charlton character. He would have been based on a Charlton character. Let's see. Who is he based on? Oh, crime busters, blah, blah, blah. He went to Vietnam. Um, Well, it couldn't be because... Well... He better known as comedian's main character in Washington. I mean, he's like espionage, a CIA black ops agent. I would say he's more like Amanda Waller. Yeah, but Amanda Waller wasn't a Charlton character. He was based on the Charleston character, the Peacemaker. Peacemaker, okay, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of the Peacemaker, so that's like like telling me, you know, a math question and the answer, and I'm still like, but... Peacemaker. First appeared in 1966. It was... First appeared in the Fight in Five, number forty. Okay. 
See, all this is like just telling me. Harry <laughs> looks like Orion. Oh, he apparently he was in Kingdom Come. Was he? Yeah. The peacemaker. Peacemaker. This is interesting. Where are we going? And we all know that Alan Moore is a warlock. Yes. One of the um, adversaries of the Watchmen was Moloch the Mystic. Moloch the Mystic, okay. Moloch is Mm -hmm. the name of that big old owl at Bohemian Grove is called. Moloch was Mm -hmm. the guard where you sacrificed your children to. Hmm. Hmm. Apparently, Veet gave him cancer. Is later m- murdered by Veet, who frames Roshak. Oh, this is Matt Who's Brewer this? in film. Huh? Moloch the, Moloch the Mystic. Oh, okay. He was Matt, played by Matt Frewer in the movie. And he was also a young man in flashback. The peacemaker is part of Checkmate as a special forces unit. Right, that makes sense because of his origins. Yep. Um, yeah. So he's like a like a vigilante type special ex special forces working for government organization. Yeah, that's pretty much um, what the comedian is. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So it's gonna get interesting. Yeah. Now the comedian's back. This yep. just gives more toys for John's to play with. I think uh, John's is basically shocking everybody before he gets to the story. Mm. Uh, but he's giving you, you can see this tidbit that he's giving us, right? Like there's a Lois Lane article written about Lick Luther, written about Superman, written about the Superman right. theory. Right? So that's what's going to attract the DC Comics people. But then... You know, all these speculatory Watchmen fans are going to be like, why should we come back? Why should we read this? And he's like, because Rorschach's back, but he's not Rorschach. Because the comedian's back. What's happening here? You know, it's it's all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm I'm intrigued by it all. Because I will say, when I saw the comedian, I was like, what? What just happened? What? Where'd he come from? Like, he died. Hey, he's got that pen. (laughs) And he has a tendency to rape women. Yeah. Well, that's a complicated story. I don't know. It's very complicated. Because she fell in love with him. And she ended up having his daughter. And I'm like, ugh. I like Frank Miller's Superman Wonder Woman relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Action Comics. 
so much fun. See, I'm not a big booster fan. <gasps> what? I know. How can you not? I mean, I'm not a fan of Booster Gold. Let, 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 let's put it this way. I, I don't wear like a Booster Gold. I don't wear like a Booster Gold fan girl shirt, right? Right. But you're not cat. <laughs> no, I definitely. Right. Don't. Like, I will call Booster Gold out on his bullshit, right? But he's such a fun character to have around because he messes up so badly. Right. Like, like in this issue, you know, he's like, I'm here to save Superman, but Superman basically saves him, right? And, it, yeah. It, With it's without just, powers, no less. You know what Booster Gold represents to me is, for me, my golden age of comics. Well, yeah. When you have, when yeah. you have Booster Gold and Mixie and people like that in the DC Comics, universe mm-hmm. it's like the soul of dc is there you know what i mean right i mean there's comic relief and stuff like that but see it, 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 i'm it's not comic relief but you also care about the character like right right it was to get punched you know in the noggin we'd first laugh and then we say are you okay well i'm not a big fan of jocks who cheat and con people and, you know. Yeah, neither am I, but... And, you know, and he's a a bit phony. He is. He is a big phony, and and he goes around... But I I think that's Dan Juergens' genius, is that he admits to it. I mean, later on, when he joins the Justice League International... International? Yep. You know, he's a fully realized hero. He gives back his uh, original stuff back to the 31st century. 31st? 21st? 21st? 21st century. Got confused with the Legion of Superheroes. Um, he gives it all back and then he recreates it from his own ingenuity, which not really because Ted Cord helps him. <laughs> and that's where you get the booster gold Blue Beetle friendship developing. Because Ted Cord was like, dude, if you're going to be on the Justice League, give back your stolen stuff. Like, do I have to? Like, yeah, you have to. I'll build your new stuff, boo. Fine. Like, Booster Gold's not a a hero to me. He's just... No, he's not. (laughs) He's fun. So... Basically, Clark jumped on the cosmic treadmill mm-hmm. to go back to Krypton before it exploded, obviously, to see if mm-hmm. Mr. Oz was telling the truth about him being Jorel's father. Mm-hmm. And so Clark now realizes, yeah, I have any powers because of the red sun. Uh, and mm-hmm. Booster was supposed <laughs> to stop it, but... I, as usual, Booster got there a little late. That's so, it, see, that's the thing I like. I like about Booster is he makes you face palm and he's like, and you're like, you're the worst hero they could have sent. Yeah. Well, and if you know, you wouldn't have the story of Booster had caught him. So. Hmm. Um. So Clark, 
Clark is on Krypton. Booster shows up. Him and Skeet. If he didn't have Skeet, the man would be totally lost. He'd be totally dead or lost in space. Yeah. And so they're being attacked because they've been discovered on Krypton. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. Ralph appears to be buds with Zoddy, and they are allowing space travel, where Clark mm. Clark was always told that that was a no-no, because that was one of the yeah. things that his father loved him so much, he broke the law and everything, and he said, i got to save my kid. You know, if I can't mm-hmm. save Laura and the kid, I'll save the kid. So... Um, Booster has these really kind of, he has jokes, you know, so, so he's telling, well, they're being attacked, okay, and he's standing in front of Clark, because Clark has no power, and mm-hmm. Booster says to Skeet, just be sure to record this for later, Skeet, my fans will freak when they see me, see video of me saving the cape. And Clark's like, I don't need saving. <laughs> yeah. And so Boozer says the guy with no power thanks to the Red Sun. And so Clark says the obvious, those battle suits are lethal. You'll have to turn up the intensity on your blasters if you, oh, well, next thing you know, now they're both blowing up. Okay, so he says, I, Clark says, I might not have my power, but that doesn't mean I'm out of the fight. So he puts on one of Booster's blaster hand thingies. This is Clark spending way too much time with Lois. He's like, if she can do it, I can too. Hmm? Right. Because she put on the back glove, and so now he's putting this thing on. And Skeet is like, all for it. He's like, I have increased Booster's glove blasters to maximum intensity, Superman. Yeah, Skeet is like, I'm not working with an idiot at last. (laughs) I'm working with a professional. And Clark goes, thank you, Skeet, as only Clark can. (laughs) Everybody, even machines. So, Skeet says, we must get to the time sphere. And so, Booster finally gets up. And Clark goes, you okay? <laughs> Thanks to my force field, Kulian, Kulian belt, best ever. Kulian belt. That is, um, what's his face? Uh, yeah. Lobo. Uh, Lobo. Oh, okay. Lobo. Um, yeah. Light ring and strength enhancing suit aren't bad either. And Skeet goes, stolen, borrowed <laughs> from a museum in the 25th century. And so Booster is flying Clark up out of the out of danger, and Clark says, nothing here makes sense. Space yep. travel was forbidden on Krypton. My father's attempt to build a fleet of evacuation arcs was killed in its infancy. I can confirm we just departed a thriving spaceport with multiple deep space vehicles. And yeah, we can see that ourselves, Keith. <laughs> and Booster says, clear evidence that your presence here is rewriting history, which is why we have to leave. Clark, mm-hmm. I can't. Not when I'm so close to the answer. Booster, you don't have a choice, Superman. If the past has been altered, any answer you find will be meaningless. Which makes sense, actually. Yep. Clark, seeing my father with an enemy, General Zod, is not meaningless. Booster, it is if this is an alternate timeline that doesn't matter. Keith. Yep. That may not be the case, Booster. Come again? 
time has not necessarily been broken. Think of it as a mirror already cracked then fractured, a shard of time now existing as its own unit and island of sorts unto itself. That splinter was created at the instant an unknown force swept Jorel away from Krypton. It disrupted concrete time, which was considered impossible to break. As a result, time is trying to fill the void by creating new time, rebuilding itself in effect. Clark, new time? Mm. This, where Krypton survives. And Infant Kal-El does not travel to Earth. Fortunately, it's still soft time, malleable though our presence strengthens it by building a bridge from past to present. Booster, the longer it exists, the likelier it'll harden into concrete reality. Look, we're all having fun mixing metaphors here, but the main thing is this. (laughs) We have to leave now before your buddy Zod, well, guess what? Goes all mall cop on our butt. Okay, so. So somebody's whispering or talking Kryptonian, I can't tell which. It says, we might have lost track of the infiltrators. It's Jarrell. No, they're definitely not whispering. Check yeah. Zod, he's, it's, uh, he's all Michael Shannon on us. Yeah. <laughs> and Jarrell says, but I'm sure we'll locate them soon, General Vault. And so then Zoddy goes, not good enough, Jarrell. Their presence may be a threat to our evacuation protocols. Find them! Okay. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. I will find him. Jarrell, pulling up security data now, and great route, because he sees the big red S. And Booster mm-hmm. because your symbol, the House of Elves. Okay. I know better than to think you're indulging in sabotage, my friend. It must ha- have been a disguise to gain entry. The work of Black Zero, perhaps. Of course. Ooh. Our course of action is clear. Pre- prepare the eradicator. So they're at the time bubble thingy, and Booster says, This isn't the destination you wanted, Superman. Let's go. And Clark, Mr. Stubborn, goes, Not until I get answers. Even if this timeline is a mistake, it might give us some insight into. And then there's, of course, there's a big explosion thingy. They're being attacked again. Arrow, come on. And Booster, please tell me those aren't what I think. And Clark goes, they are. Beautiful Clark, by the way. Mm. And so we say, we are emissaries of Zod. He has decreed you to be enemies of the state. Surrender or your life forces will be extinguished. Eradicate, eradicate, eradicate. Eradicators. And Booster says, this can't be good. No, it's not. Stubborn Clarks. I know, right? So, Booster goes, fight back? and goes, why wouldn't we? Okay, so they each have those blaster things on their hands, though. And Booster Mm -hmm. says, well, you kind of have a rep for diplomacy and stuff. And Clark goes, not today. Okay. (laughs) So, Zod says, you reveal yourselves to be enemies of Krypton for that as well as disgracing the House of El, you will pay. And so he clouts uh, Clarky on the chin, and Clark is Zod. Oh. 
And so, Booster is thinking, we can't afford this hassle right now. And this timeline solidifies, Krypton won't be the only thing that changes. Earth will as well, with potentially catastrophic results, and we see Lois Lane with a watch. And Lois <laughs> looking up in the sky, and she's thinking nothing. Clark would never ignore Jimmy's signal watch. He must be still be away looking for his father. Same as me. A father I haven't spoken to since before John was born. A fact John must be struggling to understand. So, Lois comes upon John, and John says, Mom, I knew your dad was in the Army and all, but I didn't know he was important enough to have an office in the Pentagon. Why didn't you tell me he was a big general, Lois? big general. big general. Lois says, I guess I was saving it for the day you two would meet, John. He's stationed in so many places around the world that we never got to it. And she's thinking, no need for John to know about our rift. John, that doesn't make sense for people who can be anywhere in the blink of an eye. Hello. I've mm. already lost one grandfather I knew. Kind of. Never knew. Yeah, never knew. I don't want to lose one I've never even met. You won't, John. One way or another, I'll... And then someone comes behind her and says, Miss Lane... And it's an uh, officer. He says, I'm late for a meeting, so let's cut to the chase. And Lois says, my father is being held for execution by a corrupt regime in Lugamba, General. I want to know what you're doing to get him out. The fact that you're here tells me you already know my answer. Nothing is being done, I'm sorry to say. General Sam Lane is a friend of mine. We room together at the academy. Yeah, sure. But he mm-hmm. acted on his own without... Authorization from the United States government. Sometimes that's how that stuff works. We don't want to know. Just do it. Lois, we both know that's a field full of bull, General. <laughs> now you are going to tell me the details I need to know, or I am, or am I wasting my time? And John's standing behind her. We don't share diplomatic relations with Logamba, Miss Lane. My hands are tied. Hell, we're lucky they don't shoot down our supply planes that skirt their airspace. Lois, thank you for your time, General. John, why did you thank him when he turned you down? Because he gave me something else, John. Permission. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Back on Krypton. <laughs> Let's clear these kill boxes and go before something else goes wrong. That would be Booster. Geeks, I'm afraid that may already be the case, Michael. We are about to be joined by Superman's father. Jarrell, perplexing. If the infiltrators were hoping to sabotage the evacuation program, why retreat to the Jewel Mountains? I haven't heard those mentioned since what? The Silver Age? I think it was mentioned when um, Clark and Lois went to Krypton, and she was Lois L. 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 <laughs> Back um, in the 2000s? Yeah, in the 2000s, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think they were, like, created in the Silver Age. Well, no, they're created in the Silver Age, yeah. The Jewel Mountains, come on. <laughs> that's, that's the Silver Age. There's yeah. the Silver Age stuff. Okay. 
Okay, Jarrell, even more perplexing, why is one marked with the symbol of the House of L? So Booster's like, if Jarrell and Blue meet, this will really turn into a snot storm. He meant shit storm. Superman, yep. you're going to hate me for this. But we're leaving. So he ta- more or less tack- flies, tackles Clark and says, Skeet! Preparing time sphere for immediate departure. Destination? The Justice League satellite. Seconds after we left, use the cosmic treadmill to pinpoint the exact time. Programmed and ready to go. Launch. Booster enough. We can't leave until I have the answers I came for. Oh, clock. Let it go. <laughs> God. Eradicators. Stop the intruders immediately. So they start firing. Confirm. Termination imminent. Booster. Full power to the drive unit, Skeet. And Clark. Listen to me, Booster. No <laughs> way, Blue. We're out of here. Clark, we have to say, if the time has changed, an entire planet full of people can survive. Damn it, Booster, do you have any idea what you're doing? Booster, yeah, I do. Oh, Clark looks so good there. He's upset. Mm-hmm. So, Booster's thinking, Superman's pain is obvious as the emerging timeline fades around us. Krypton doesn't survive, but its people do, thanks to the fleet engineered by his father. They settle elsewhere, building a planet of technological advancement, peace, and prosperity. Krypton continues, as do its people, bringing new life into the world. The temptation to go back to enable this splinter timeline is overwhelming, but it's an unthinkable act for a time master. All I can do is watch as my friend suffers. So, everything he could have had is there for him to see. Jarrell and Laura survive to achieve highly accomplished and happy lives. There's a sister he'll never know, a wife and child who will never be. Instead of being the last son of Krypton, he heads the first family of Krypton, a world of enlightenment. Superman's life on Earth with Lois and John is a blessed one. I have no doubt he knows that. That's right, Clark. Yeah. But well, you what you want this blonde chick. Yeah, what a blood chicken she gave you a gall. But weigh that against oh, just, oh there goes all the SJWs. But weigh that against <laughs> all this, all these lives that were allowed to continue, as well as the new generations that would stretch into the future. And the temptation is to embrace to embrace this is obvious. Skid? Nah. Not really. Skid? Our drive unit is faltering. Clark, wait. Oh, gosh, Clark. We're falling out of the time stream. Oh, Skeet, we're falling out of the time stream. Clark, no. You you destroyed everything. Oh, come on, Clark. Booster, is to make sure. Okay, yeah, let me see. My job is to make sure everything happens as it's supposed to. And, of course, there's a big scow, and, and he says, Chronal drive offline. Uh-oh, that can't be good. We've exited Dang. the time stream. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Race for... We are not on Krypton. Employing sensors. We have emerged in the future. Oh, groovy. The 25th century. Oh, and it looks like the eradicators there. Planet designate Earth. City, Gotham, this world, um, too, shall be eradicated. 
Okay, so Oops. next is Booster's Home. Quick, look, busy. <laughs> Quick, look, busy. Okay, so Booster taking him back to his land so we can find more about Booster. <sighs> All those people who didn't read comics in the 90s. Yeah. Okay, and last but not least, Teen Titans, which is the third issue of Super Sons of Tomorrow. Oh, I don't have that one open. You'll have to read that. Okay. I'll just pretend I know what's happening. (laughs) Okay. Teen Titans Tower, San Francisco. It's burning. Burn, baby, burn. (laughs) Tomorrow is Never Promised is the title of this one. Let me go back to Superman. Okay, so we've got the present Teen Titans, which is uh, Kid Flash, um, which is Wally West, the black Wally West, correct? Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, Raven, uh, Beast Boy, Starfire. Aqu- oh, yeah, Aqualad, Starfire, and Damien. Dawn, who's trying to help out. So, this is where Tim Drake, the Batman of the future, comes back to kill John because he's seen the future. He's seen Future's End. So. Yeah, he saw Future's End and got frightened. Yeah. So, so Tim Drake was originally a Teen Titan. So he goes back mm-hmm. to this room, prototype Titan uniforms, use them to help forge a new identity in an untraceable suit. Damien, Teen Titan status. Um, so Tim's trying to make a shroud device. It's being bonded to the new uniform. So he's going to be invisible. Mm-hmm. So Damien says, give me vital signs on everyone. It says, life signs Teen Titan members, though unconscious, are strong and accounted for. Searching, and Damien says, Where's Superboy? Why don't you reading? Search faster. Download Superboy stats and present location now. Location confirmed. The cow. So then, while this is all going on, Tim Drake's going on this rant. The cow, the cape. The symbol wasn't something I burn for, live for, talking about Batman. He's got guns. Saw firsthand what it meant to be the bat, the shadow it cast over Bruce, the darkness. So Damien has found John. You're safe here, John. I got you in the submissible. And so John's coughing. And then Tim says, promise myself it was a legacy I could turn away from when time came. Because in my heart, I always wanted to operate in the light of day. And emerge from the rising sun, not as a bat out of hell, but as a savior. So he's got a savior outfit. Kind of like a Punisher with a S and gun, right? Yep, yep. Pretty much. Everybody loves the Punisher. So, so Damien says, are you all right? No, Damien. I'm not all right. All that energy, we have to turn back. What if I hurt someone? And so Damien says, relax and stay seated. What if I killed the Titans? They could be dead because of me. Listen to me, John. I checked the 
Titan's vital. Before we left, they were all fine, unconscious but fine. You didn't kill her or kill anybody. Got it? Yeah, got it. Okay. What just happened wasn't your fault, John. You were pushed to the edge. I don't want to run away from the Titans like this. I want to deal with this head on. It's not the Teen Titans I'm worried about. It's Drake. He had every intention of killing Batwoman if he hadn't been pulled out of our timeline, and he'll do the same to you. Much as I hate to admit it, Drake's good at what he does. You probably don't want to hear it, but this is John. But it seems to me like you're all twisted up. You followed Drake in both his worlds as Robin and as leader of the Teen Titans. Wouldn't think it'd be so hard to disassociate my Tim Drake from another one who says he's from another timeline, but... And they pause in silence. And John says, but Drake is still Drake. And Damien says, yeah, he is. Ah, So, Mm. they go on and on. So, John is worried about the super flare the solar flare power that he experienced. Dumbest superpower mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. So I, I can't believe that's still a thing. Yeah. That we got rid of that crap. So Damien and him decide, you know, they're friends, they're gonna help each other. Okay. John's upset about the solar flare, Damien's like, Don't worry, you're fine. So yeah. she, I won't let that happen. I'm going to keep you safe, and yeah. we'll figure this out. And he says, friends help each other, right? And Dame, and John's like, I thought we were just partners. Just partners, not friends. This is okay. a bad bromance. There you go. Titans of Tomorrow Headquarters. Okay, these are completely different titans. Okay, these are the modern age titans who grew up and became superheroes. Okay. Yep. What do you mean we lost him? We were just staring at Tim's location a second ago. We've got Wonder Woman, Cassie Wonder Woman, uh, Mm -hmm. Connor Superman, and Bart Flash. Yep. And Cassie says, Tim was able to cloak his energy signature again before the time lock registered. We... Could triangulate and get close, but but still miss him by a few years. Bart, hmm. we can't take the chance, Cassie. We need a pinpoint on Drake, not a crapshoot. Tim's been obsessed with the timeline of other worlds lately. Is there any way we can see what he's seen, Cassie? No. Once Tim entered the time stream, whatever he saw was erased. Everything became fluid again until he returned to his point of origin. It doesn't make sense, Connor. The timeline seems to be pulling him back at varied nonlinear intervals, skipping through time without any control. Imagine what that could do to someone's mind. Connor. Yeah, you're going cuckoo crazy. Connor, wherever or whenever he is, Tim knows he's got a ticking clock. At some point, he knows he'll be yanked fully back and he can't do anything about it. Bart, we need to wait at out till the phase next phase interval and hope to god drake doesn't screw up the time continuum yeah i just love these teen titans of tomorrow they're just sitting around doing nothing hmm? yes yeah, staring off into space cassie we'll find him bart 
We'll bring him home. And so uh, Wally West, Kid Flash, brings a note that says, Give me time R, which Damien wrote. I checked the whole area. Mm-hmm. Robin and Superboy are gone. Found this. I could have told you that, along with the fact that Tim Drake is now directly behind us. And Tim is dressed as the Savior and says, and willing to talk with his guns drawn. Mm. That was so, Timothy. You'd, you'd, you'd holster your weapon. Even though we're of different timelines, you, we still share an emotional connection. Oh, really? So, yeah, they had a fling. No. Okay. Back in the New 52. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Peace, boy. Didn't you... Didn't know you were a quick change artist too, Tim. Looks to me like you raided our prototypes and threw them in a blender. All right, remember you saying once a Titan, Tim finishes it always a Titan. Seems fitting to converge and what converge, get it? And yeah. wear something mm-hmm. from the Titans closet, don't you think, Gar? Not much left of my bat suit after Superboy went all Akira on us. From here on out, call me Savior. Look at the tower. Now do you see I'm not the bad guy? The scariest thing is that what you witnessed was just a small representation of what Jonathan Kent is capable of when pushed. Aqualad. From where I was standing, it looked like you were doing the pushing, Drake. Yeah, you tell him, Aquaman. Uh, Aqualad. You tell him. Tim. And I barely know him. Imagine if someone Superboy's close to does the pushing, Aqualad. What does that mean? Yeah, Tim, what does that mean? I've seen it, and thanks to Raven, you all saw it too. Even Robin, and he he still chose to keep Superboy from us. You mean you, says Star. Yeah, you tell us. You tell him, Star. I tell him. Tim, no, I mean us. I mean a dead world, future generations unborn due to what Superboy does or what we fail to do. If I do, says Wally, we have to terminate him. Say what? Why? Because I need it said out loud so everyone knows what you're implying, says Starfire. Tim, we have to kill Superboy. And if Damien gets in the way, we'll have to kill him too. Well, let's just make a last. Yeah. And if we get in the way, says Aqualad, I'll do what I have to. And Starfire says, so will we. So, Beast Boy gets in the middle and says, let's dial down the drama, people. First of all, let's get one thing straight. No one is killing anybody. But I am inclined to believe Tim's motivation here, given Superboy's little fireworks show, and Damien whisking Superbomb off before we can get this squared away. Screw you, Beast Boy. Depower him, contain him, help him, says Raven. Those are the options for someone who hasn't unleashed his powers to commit a crime. If you agree to those terms, Timothy, then we will help you. Tim pauses and then says, I agree. Mm, He's lying. Dying through his teeth. Aqualad, what's with all this wee stuff? I haven't agreed to anything. Starfire, I do not... Yeah, you tell him, Aqualad. You tell him. Starfire, I do not trust Drake at this time, Raven. And for one, will not help lead him to those boys. I care enough about you all to speak the truth. I know you are being blinded by your past relationship with the other Tim Drake. 
there is so much we still do not know. Tim, time is of the essence. The clock is ticking. The longer we wait, the harder it will be to find them. Starfire, Robin asked for some time to deal with Superboy. We are going to give it to him. Yeah, you tell him. You tell him stuff, I... Your arm, that energy. So Tim's like, you know, there's blue energy. And he goes, what? No, not now. It's all coming together. And so we see Cassie, Connor, and Bart in the Titans of Tomorrow Headquarters. And Cassie goes, the time phase is activating. Connor is struggling to lock on Tim and pull him back to us. And someone says, something's materializing, coming through. It's his hand, says Bart. I've only got a part of him. But it's a pure chrono artifact severed in a different timeline. Hang on, it will draw us right to him, wherever he is. And so Tim is like, yeah, they took my hand. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, they're coming for me. Starfire and the others want to give Robin time, which is something we don't have, Raven. You have all the information. Do what you feel is right. Ugh. Raven, Superboy's solar flare, flare power is acting like a jamming frequency, like static electricity, interfering in getting a good lock and finding them. Beast Boy, Drake's shown us his cards. Are we going to ignore them? Let's help Tim find Robin and Superboy and get this sorted out. And do it, so Beast Boy. Starfire gets in the action. Don't do it, Raven. And then Raven says, I have to, but first, in the pure, bright light of day, let's rebuild not only our headquarters, but our faith and trust in each other. Okay. That's kind of like mm-hmm. the ending of Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, it makes no sense. I'm going to hurt you, but faith and trust and love. <laughs> so Wally says, Raven did it. They're gone. It's all the same as it ever was. She used a telepathic whammy to keep us occupied long enough to take off with Beast Boy and Savior. Starfire, it will not be long before Raven is able to locate Robin and Superboy. Hey, Aqualad says, enough with the negative waves, guys. Let's focus on the positive. Yeah, I want a t-shirt like that. On a t-shirt like that. Enough with the negative waves. Do your dude. Superboy gives off a distinct energy signature, and we're on an island surrounded by water. Starfire, meaning? Aqualad. I know where they are. Yeah, you go, Aqualad. To be continued in Superman number 38. So, Tim's managed to divide the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. What I mean, does yep. Raven still have a thing for him, or what? Um, I think so. Um, I'd never read the Teen Titans, uh, New Fifty Two, but from what I gathered, Team was a bit of a uh, Tim. Excuse me, Tim was a bit of um, ladies' man. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, he had all the the, the ladies of the Teen Titans. Wrapped around each one of his fingers. Boom, chicka, bow, wow. Bow, chicka, wow. Well, he learned something from Bruce. Apparently. Mm. 
Hold on, I have to cough. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so next week. JCComics.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, New Year. Yeah. Will they have January 2018 up? <laughs> There's a good question. I probably have 2016 up. Okay, let's see what we got, boys and girls. Uh-huh. Superman number 38. Oh. Well, the Savior got his gun out, and there's pictures of the Teen Titans, and everybody's got a red X through them, except, well, it was Superman, Batman, Lois in there? Raven even has an X through her. Uh, but except John, he's the last one. He does have an X on him, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, Damien, too. Oh, yeah. damn. Nightwing, 36. Uh, Barbara in it? Forget it. Um, <laughs> He's lying in a pool of blood. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Justice League, 36. The, no cover. No cover. Hmm. Yeah. Don't know about that. And, oh. Oh, Green Arrow. Hello. Is that supposed to be Black Canary? Yeah, she's got tights yeah. on. She's. Yeah, she's saving. <laughs> she's saving Ollie. Ollie. Uh, okay. okay. Might give that a look. Oh. So, is next week Detective or Batman? Batman 38. Batman. Batman 38. Oh, he's got to tell Diana about his engagement. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice cover, though. Superman, Batman, is that about it for next week? Yeah, maybe uh, Green Arrow. Maybe. Maybe Justice League, if we could see what was on the cover. Yeah. (laughs) So, are they out of the dark metal crap in Justice League? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, nothing, nothing... Very interesting. Yeah. Other than... Yeah. Other than Batman, Superman. And maybe Green Man... Uh, Green Arrow. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's see. So, we'll be back next week. Uh, yes. Hopefully it'll be a little warmer next week for me. <laughs> hopefully it'll be a little cool. I'll I'll send you some of my heat. You send me some of your coolness. There you go. That's a deal, yo. Balance, balance each other out. Yeah, really. Okay. Well, Taj, thanks for a great show. Maybe we'll Thank hear something about... Thank you for a great about... year. Yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic year. <laughs> Except for Justice mm-hmm. Minus, well, minus Justice League. I don't know you what know, it the, is. Yeah. Yeah, the colossal disappointment of my life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, it was like look forward to this since you were, you know, 6 years old. Couple of decades later, you're like what the f. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was a it was a good year for for comics. Um yeah, good year good for all. Good year for 
great year for comics. Um, oh. I heard uh, Batman 37 is going into a second printing. Yay! As it should. As it should. Um, and it just happens to be Tom King's favorite issue that he's done this year. So there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, he said it's it's um, a huge dedication to his wife and their like best friends that they go out with, and right, you know, th- that's where he drew inspiration from. And he said it's it's just a massive dedication to his family and that sort of thing. Uh huh. Which is just awesome. Yeah. Just awesome. Yeah. And. Uh, but yeah, it's been a good year of uh, comics. Superman's been reborn, uh, and it's fantastic. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. Mine is dark metal. Everything is good, but I love that you can sort of just ignore dark metal. Yeah. Like it never happened. <laughs> it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what we'll be saying about Justice League. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Right. Yeah. Wonder right. Woman was good. Let's yes, Wonder Woman was off. fantastic. Wonder Woman was good minus the ending. Wonder Woman was good. Well, yeah. Um, I can forgive it for that line because it was damn good. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I hope the DCEU continues with uh, whatever's coming out in July, the mystery movie. Uh, when July rolls around, 2018 will tell you <laughs> what's <laughs> happening there. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll find out before uh, then. Hopefully Aquaman doesn't get chopped and changed and ruined. So we shall pray for Aquaman from now. Yes. Well, uh, but yeah. let's pray for the the Snyder Cut. Yes. Uh, my prayers will be focused on that. My son says, I think that's their intention the whole time, was to release the, the Snyder Cut. I'm like, then why not put it in the freaking theater? I was like, exactly. Some people are like, oh, well, they want to release both versions and see which one does better to know in which direction to go. And I'm like, you should have just... their business. They're supposed to know that already. No, they had the perfect judge in BVS. You go with Zack Snyder. Bet on that horse. Right. He's a he's a thoroughbred giving you fantastic films, fantastic mythology. Bet on that horse. He's going to take you to the championship winning race. Well, see, that's why I, obviously they don't like Zack Snyder. Mm. And I'm just wondering what club is he not a member of? I think he's he's when you look at him, he's an incredibly uh, worldly religious person, mm-hmm. and I think he's just a, a good guy, and that doesn't shape into the mold of Hollywood. No, Hollywood he's, he's exposed a, as the cesspit that it's always been. Yeah, like Zack Snyder's not seen at Bohemian Grove, for example. He's right. in Hawaii with his family for Christmas. Right. You know. He goes and picks his kid up from school, right? right and right. and his kid is just, just as Darth Vader, and he's just as Luke Skywalker, and he's like Inception. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, 
I mean, yeah. I don't like this to, to say, oh, let's not have someone have a livelihood, but as far as I'm concerned, Fujihara, Diane Nelson, and Joss Whedon can just jump off the planet. They can. You know, uh, to me, I- I'm also that type of person where I don't want them to lose their livelihood. Even Jim Lee, when he was, you know, shitting on us during the New 52. Right. I was like, I don't want him to lose his livelihood, but I want him to leave the characters I love alone. Right. So Suchihara can go screw like Harry Potter and stuff like that. It's fine. Uh, although I'm a fan of it, like, no, you don't mess with Superman. Yeah. Or Batman, or any of the Justice League, as far as I'm concerned. Any of the DC characters, even the villains, don't yeah. mess with them. Yeah. Because we have fantastic villains uh, who who make for more compelling hero stories. Right. So I don't want you to touch the villains either because he messed up the Suicide Squad. And you need half of that squad if we're going to do Hush, you know. Right. So... I'm like, stop, stop messing with my characters. Yeah. Well, I, you know, if you're a WB suit and you need to read a comic book. Yeah. And you would know. You wanna, yeah. If, if you don't want to read a comic book, at least go and watch like DC Comics, the, the history, and it will show you where you faulted all throughout your history and it will show you you know how important superman is because the death of superman in the in that chapter that's covered it literally says it stopped the world so right. yeah and you know i thought his resurrection was kind of rushed and then there was that obviously it, horrible yeah. dialogue afterwards yeah no from what i've read the resurrection was supposed to be a lot longer. Right. Uh, there was supposed to be more explanation about the codex. Right. And how that is going to resurrect him. Um, right. Lois Lane was supposed to be introduced into the story with, you know, not just like uh, bring him sort of back to his humanity thing. Uh, people, yeah, yeah it, you know, it, it, I don't know why you cut all that out. Yeah, I don't understand this. Oh, well, it's unwashable, so we're going to have Josh Wheaton come and do, what, 80% of it? Reshoot it? Yeah, yeah. Reshoot and then get people to do voiceovers over the stuff that Zack Snyder shot so that it doesn't make sense. Um, Yeah. Now, we all I know... Miss, I miss you. I miss you is better than you smell good. Yeah, and especially what powerful between Clark and Lois, so it's that line... I miss you. I missed you too. Yeah. Can, can you imagine if us in the cinema, if that's what they said? <laughs> I would have been... So I would have been a, yeah, but now it's... I would have been a... Huh? Yeah, I would have been a so rolling, crying mess. Yeah. What is this? A commercial? What? I, I... The first time I watched it, I said, nah, she can't say it. She smelled good. <laughs> I honestly blanked it out. Like, she couldn't have said, you smelled good? That doesn't make sense. You don't smell dead anymore. <sighs> or, yeah, she was I was going to just... talk about how he 
out and say, you smell like hope, rather than fear. Okay. <laughs> Since we're going with that. If I mean, if you're going to have to mention how he smells. Yeah. You smell like, you smell like hope. Buy the perfume at the toilet. Yeah, I was, sitting away, I was waiting for the product placement on that one. I was like, you smell good. Then I always smell it's good. A, I was going to pull out a, a stick of deodorant and go, 1995. I mean, what? <laughs> I was waiting for that, too. <laughs> is this a commercial? What? I was like, is he going to be spritzing on, you know, essence of hope? <laughs> I always use Essence of Hope. Follow the app to go in and out like your car keys. Yeah, like a river. But if you lose it, it's like car keys. Can't lose a river, (laughs) so it's got to be like your car keys. (laughs) What kind of bullshit is this? Some kid goes, have you ever fought a hippo? What is this kid? He's been to the zoo? What? Uh, yeah, when I saw that, or uh, first I was mortified by what they did to Henry's face. Oh, my God. And then I was like, is Clark drunk? Yeah. What are no, you talking then, about? Yeah. Spark? What are they talking about? Spark? What are you talking about? It's a river. What? Did Darkseid hit you in the mouth and screw up your brain? Yeah, like like what was happening there? It was it was so bad. So bad. So everybody go to Amazon or iTunes, review Justice League there. If you want the Snyder cut, tell them, hey, I ain't paying for nothing but the Snyder cut. Um Yep. Sign the petition. It's still I mean, even after the audits, it's still over a hundred and sixty five thousand, so Yep. So you know, don't let this die. I mean, we don't have no, to let no. it die. They didn't let the Donna I'm, I'm Cut very... die, did they? No, yeah. I only watched the Donna Cut this year. Uh, so for, for many, many years, Superman smiling as he killed Zod was the only version I'd seen. Yeah. Uh, which is why I, I had a problem with Christopher Reeve man because then as soon as he gets his powers he goes and beats up the bully and I'm like that ain't Superman what do you do you know I never watched number three where there was the computer people and stuff yeah. and Superman beat them with gel with like goo yeah and then there was the guy with the Lee press on nails nuclear man or whatever yes yeah that's mm. Mm. yeah I didn't watch number three because he made Lana Lang a diamond ring. Gross. I, I saw the gifts. Yeah, I saw the gifts. He goes to a coal mine and he's like, can I borrow this? And I'm like, are you going to give it back to them? Yeah, borrow and, you know, means, you know, It's like a library. You take it back. Exactly. And then he smashes the, the piece of coal into a perfectly formed facet diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, and he puts it on a gold ring and he gives it to Lana, who's got a kid, uh, got you know, a kid. no husband. Yeah, she's got a kid, no husband. And I'm like, what oh, are they going to push? Lana! Yeah, were they going to Yeah, were they gonna push that whole 
Were they going to push that whole thing that was in the comics? You know, Clark, I can give you a baby. And then she starts working at the Daily Planet. <sighs> and Clark takes her to dinner at the end of the movie. Yeah, I've seen the gif from the Klana fans. Oh. I never bothered. Yeah, I never bothered to watch the movie when I saw that. Because he's just like, he ignores Lois Lane completely. I'm like, oh, I don't have time well, for that. Margot's not in it that much because her and the Susskinds had a falling out. Yeah. The producers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the fourth one, Superman gets rid of all the nuclear weapons, right? Yeah, I think Christopher Reeve wrote that. Is that the quest for peace or whatever? That's the one, yeah. That's the one, yep. Yeah. Is that the one with the Lee Press on nails? Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Like, eats all the nuclear weapons and he becomes uh, nuclear man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, good times. Yeah, people want that Superman. Yeah. Not me. Not me. Listen, Superman 1978, masterpiece. Yeah. Doesn't age well. Doesn't age well, but masterpiece. Right. But... You cannot displace that as legendary, right? But no. Superman needs to evolve. Yeah. Superman needs to evolve. He was yeah. Silver Age Superman, too. Yeah. He was not modern age. And here's the thing. Can we honestly look at Justice League and say that? Now, that was kind of epic because we did get all those people, and they were themselves, and they, you know, there was respect for every single character. No. See, and we can't say that because Justice League demeaned every woman or cut them out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Showed Wonder Woman's butt. Well, yeah, I mean... Change, change yeah. the outfit to show her butt, yeah. Well, and, I mean, even when she was wearing pants, there was... Damn camera found her butt every single time. Yep, butt and boobs. You know, and and to have Flash fall into her, her boobs, and they're not even being the actors. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Lois is thirsty. I'll, I'll never get over that. I'll, I'll never get over that. And to have Martha Kent tell her that. Clark always said Exactly. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, are you yeah. kidding me? This is I'm a like, monumental what? moment between Martha Kent and the woman who would have been Clark's fiance. What? And, and we get that crap? Yeah. And yeah. And then in the trailer we get, well, I assume that means yes, what, the ring. Never mentioned in the film. And mm-hmm. do you know, they, just stare at each, they just stare at each other like idiots. Yeah. And say, oh, you smell good. Well, didn't I smell good? You today? smell good. Yes, ma'am. Who wrote this crap? Some sixth grader? And the thing about it is, is that when that fourth trailer came out, because everybody's like, well, where in the hell is Superman? Where in the hell is Superman? And we're like, is he going to be in the movie or not? You know? Cause, and we're like, yes, he's going to be in the movie. And then they showed Lois, and they showed Clark in the field, and he brings up the ring. That's when everybody lost their freaking minds. I've got to see this film. He actually mentions the ring. I don't yeah, care if yeah. it is a dream sequence. I'm going to go see this freaking movie. Yep. They did not put it in the movie. Yeah. I remember 
so vividly watching that trailer and completely breaking down because I was like, this is all I ever wanted from this movie. Right. You know, I I don't care about the the league fighting, blah blah blah. You know, I, this gotta, is what I want. Somebody anyway, you know. Yeah, you. Know, I want character moments when right. you got that moment with Bruce and Diana joking about Arthur not joining them, right? Right. Cut out. Which, yeah, I'm right? in the movie. Not in the movie. You got that moment between you know where Cyborg is interacting with Alfred, and he's like, "I'll take it from here." You know, uh, or Flash doing whatever with with his dad and that sort of thing. That's what I'm interested in, is in character moments. Right. And what Whedon did is, because Marvel doesn't have characters that have dual lives and dual personalities. Right. And actually have lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Because because they're all about New 52 Superman. Battle, 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 24-7. Exactly. So that's what he did here. And New 52 is basically a glorified, you know, hoo-ha to the Silver Age Superman. Because Clark Kent is non-existent in both eras. Well, there's, so, so, there's so many questions in Justice League that are unanswered. There were questions mm. before the film came, right? Yep. So in the film, the one that sticks out really to me is how did Clark go back to the Daily Planet? Yep. Why? That's not explained. And you're going, oh, yeah, he's still Clark Kent. Uh, How is he still Clark Kent? How is that explained? Snyder would have explained. Snyder did shoot the explanation because he actually went and got, even though Lawrence Fishburne was busy, Right. he went to where Lawrence Fishburne was and shot a scene with him, right. Lois Lane, and Henry Cavill, and it was basically letting Perry in on the secret. Right. Which is a monumental thing to do. Right. And although he's in on the secret in the comics and he's like hinted at knowing, right? Right. It's never come out where Lois and Clark let him in as that father figure, right? Right, right. And that would have been, can you imagine how we would have been crying? We would have been up on my feet cheering at the damn screen. (laughs) Well, you know, and how can that be deemed unwatchable? I have no idea. Yeah. And even anyway. Steppenwolf, to have explained about his mother. Yeah. Steppenwolf had a backstory. Yeah. And to actually have his mother in the film when the boxes were merged. Because you're thinking he's an idiot. He keeps t- say, talking to a box saying, Mother. Yeah, yeah. Like, is he off his rocker? Yeah, and to explain that how he was robbed of his throne right. by this nephew of his. Yeah. It adds so much more drama. You know, it, it, it it's like what we said, you know, Zack Snyder writes Shakespeare. Right. And what we got was high school, not even high school. We got Benny Hill. Like kinder, we got a kindergarten play, you know. It's like the worst production 
you've ever seen. Well, I've seen better. I yeah. I've I've seen better kindergarten plays, yes. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's it like, that's the level. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't. They are not. Definitely not. Well, I just hope that their karma comes back to bite them in the butt for ruining Zack Snyder's vision. Well, all the stuff that's coming out about Hollywood, some of them might be trying to leave the country. Mm, uh, Kevin Suchahara cannot be found, so... Mm. Yeah. So... There you go. Um, Everybody, heads up. If you want to know some really cool reality, deep, dark kind of stuff, check out QAnon. Um... He's exposing what's going on behind the scenes. What's really going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. You live in interesting times. Yeah. Don't put blinkers on, people. No. Keep your Wake eyes up. open to the world. Wake up. Yeah. yeah. And That's what away. Zack Snyder tries to do. Yeah. yeah. He tries to open your eyes and the people are trying to silence him. Yep. So... That's why to everybody on Twitter that tells me to stop talking about Justice League, I ain't I ain't stopping ain't until boss. I get the Snyder version. You ain't my boss. Yeah, <laughs> you are not my boss. I'm I'm not stopping till I get the Snyder version on glorious 4K Blu-ray, and I watch it and I know what we were supposed to get. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Oh. Five hundred again. Okay. Okay. So it's cold in here. Good night. I think we're yeah. going to just say good night. Have to get over to by the computer. Where did I put that now? Oh, there it is. Good night. Happy good night, New Year, everybody. Happy New yeah. Year. Have a great one, you guys. Yep. See you in 2018. Still fighting for everything. Yep. Still fighting for truth, justice, and the American way. The real one. The real one. Not the deep state one. Nope. Night, y'all. Thank you, Taj. Thank you, Holly. And, yeah, thank you, 2017. Hmm? Yep. We've had some great stuff. More good times ahead for us. Yes. More good times. Yep. So we'll see you next time. Good night. Good night, everybody. Yep. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.